Okay, listen up, everybody. Turn up your volumes. Announcement. You are now listening to How oh, That's Garbage Media Production. <laughs> we got a red on it as well. We're pulling super colds all day. How are we? Podcasting. Champion of the world. It's happy hour. Your no! hey, daddy. Podcast. Just trying to reach daddy. Cheers, uh, ladies and gentlemen. No! Game ball. Introducing your hosts, Ronnie Bass, Snake, and Flap. Garbage. All right, what is up? It's happy hour episode sixty-eight. I hope it's 68 or 69 Uh, 68 i have a i had a 68 cute so let's hope it's 68 all right 68 it is i was kind of hoping it was 69 just for this guest but it's a guest episode uh in annual fashion or at least semi-annual fashion we got eb back on for the super bowl preview what's up eb welcome back thanks for having me fellas good to be here yep uh i think we first did this during the Maybe the COVID year or something. We fired up a Super Bowl preview pod. Uh, so it's good to yeah. be back in the lab with you. Let's carve up some more winners, boys. Uh, first order of business, then. Jersey number 68. You have one, Trav? Yeah, I think EB's going to have the same one. 68. 68. I was thinking. I couldn't think of anything. I was okay. like Joel I, I was like so, the only thing in my head. But so I was like 68. So I was... I This is like kind of like... Um, stealing from you a couple of weeks ago with the uh, Mario Lemieux. My mind went right to Yarmir Yager, 68. Yeah, and that's like the go. same guy pretty much. Yeah. And for some reason they went 66 and 68. <laughs> Those are kind of scrub <laughs> numbers. Did they play together? They they must have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I know this guy's still playing hockey. Like I feel like we just looked this up last year. Like he's still playing professional hockey overseas. Czech Republic, uh, just, maybe. Yeah, yeah, good call. Um, coach, coach, player, or something is something wild. It's like, why is this man still skating? Yeah, I did. I did go wiki page last week, and I already forgot. But I feel like there was some controversy there. Yeah, uh, maybe some at unpaid least give taxes us, or something. Back taxes or something. I'm not sure. Okay, so we're we're paying because we need to financially. Maybe give us an age yeah. on him for sure. Oh, gambling issue for sure. Yeah, uh, he's 51. 51. Uh, he'll be uh, 52 here uh, a week from today. So um, happy early birthday, Yarmir Yager. He's coming back to Pittsburgh in sometime this month, or he already did. I don't know. Date unknown, but they're like retiring his number or something. Oh, just a little um, homecoming tour action? Yeah. So that's when the IRS will get him. <laughs> as soon as he touches <laughs> back on U.S. soil. <laughs> I'm just looking for that. I think I might have just made that up, but yeah, let's go with that. As soon as he Allegedly. lands, yeah, as soon as he lands, the IRS just <laughs> just waiting for him. A couple he, FBI agents. Yeah, he's gonna have like his Fanduel book pulled up and everything. Like this guy, we're just making him into a complete degenerate here. Yeah, Mary Yaga. Uh, I know I didn't make up the gambling thing, but uh, the back taxes I might have made up. Anyways, <laughs> okay, game balls. Uh, Ronnie Bass, game ball. Ronnie Bass. 
All right. Uh, first game ball goes to the guest. Does everyone have one or do we have multiples? I have two. That matters. I can do one. If you got two, fire it, it off. Goes the to the guest by default one. anyway. All right. Uh, yeah. First game ball is going to uh, Father Andy B. <laughs> Came up this past weekend. Did a lot of housework around the house. Free of charge. Pretty clutch. I mean, that's all I do nowadays um, uh, as an unemployed man. So <laughs> if I can get some free help, I'll take it. So game ball to Andy B. What, what are we doing here? Interior or like exterior stuff? Interior. Finished up uh, Finished up the bathroom I remodeled. So. Listen, yeah, I'm, in, I mean, I'm, in, I'm impressed as hell. Um, and for the listeners, for what it's worth, um, um, this is uh, EP's dad, not um, Father Andy B. is not a local priest or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, when he first said Father Andy. I've had a relationship with him for a while. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Guy was always nice to me. He was always nice to me. He, he scratches my back. Hate. I scratch his. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great call, though. Yeah, anytime, anytime uh, our dad makes his way down this way, I usually have at least one project in the queue for him to help out with oh, as yeah. well. Um, he brought up all the tools that I don't have. Just, I'm just, so. I'm just so jealous of that. The fact that like your dad could come up and you could like enjoy the visit and like get some shit done. And like, I just, I feel like that's impossible. I, I like snake was sending me pictures the other day from a few years ago of one time when he was home and he was doing work with my dad. And it get, just gives me so much anxiety. Feels like I don't contribute. Uh, yeah, we it's just never a good stand time. there a lot. There's no bonding, EB. There's no bonding at all. So, but I'm glad. I'm glad you were able to bond some with Father Andy B. Yeah, and get it was good. It done. was good. And got some work done. So nice. it was good. All right. Uh, we'll just go, Trav. You go next because I only have one game ball. So then it'll circle back to you guys. All right. Great. So uh, first one. <clears throat> it's actually like a threefer. It's ESPN Fox. And the Warner Bros. Discovery, they announced a streaming service just for sports to be launched in the near future. I think this ultimately probably, this service probably sucks, fellas, and we're going to hate it. But just the thought of this, like finally coming to fruition here, uh, someone, you know, thinking of this idea where basically we just need like, you know, as a millennial male, I need like 10 to 12 channels. Uh, It should be like whatever, 50 bucks a month. I only need it for like, three or four months a year. I, I mean, I don't know. Th- that but, uh, is Game the Ball's- most naive take of all time. If you think these people are going to look out for you and allow you to like customize all your sports channels in one place, dude, this is just another subscription you're going to have to own. Uh, it's literally instead of, instead of, yeah, but instead of Hulu TV, I don't need like, I don't need like 30 or 40 channels. 50 channels. I just need like 12 and it's all the sports ones. And you think they're going to they get all they had of a them. list of all of them. Yeah, they got almost all of them uh, with the exception of CBS and NBC, I guess. Nothing on those channels anyways. I was going to say uh, <laughs> you can get the you can also get that like little streaming device at home where you can just get like the local channel so you can get those ones too. So like I'm set if this if this happens, I'm all set. I, we- I think I'm in. Do we have um, a name? Game- ESPN, Fox, and others. To see yeah, that Warner Brothers Discovery. Yeah, that makes so no it's sense like- to me. So those guys I- are like 
shaking hands across the boardroom table and they're yes. going to put together one they're like we're not going to compete with each other anymore we're just together now i Correct. find that and, really hard to believe yeah and they're 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 probably like why are we doing this through hulu or youtube tv when we can just do it ourselves and make more money and cut out the middleman that was my thought i don't know i'm not any good at any of this sort of these sorts of things you got an eta on this they say when it yeah by the fall by the fall supposedly so yeah game game ball to the uh, three con artists of these three companies for at least coming up with this idea which i consider pretty solid and like i said it's gonna suck i'm gonna bitch to you guys about it but uh, it's good idea I, um, I love uh, the idea in, in theory. Right, I'm with you. Uh, second game ball goes to uh, our younger brother, Griffin. Uh, he has, me and him have like almost the exact same vehicle. Uh, they're both 2015 uh, SUVs. He's got a, a Chevy uh, Traverse, and I have a GMC Acadia. And he's about 7,000 miles ahead of me. Um, and he just texts me and just lets me know what happens to his car. And it happens at the exact same mileage of uh, when I get there. So I know what's going to happen. Nice. Um, just recently he filled me in on all of the tire pressure sensors. So I got all those, uh, got all those fixed as they slowly went one at a time. And then he did tell me that wheel bearings are next. So I'm a little bit worried about that, but we'll see what happens. Uh, I do have about, I think, 7,000 miles till that. So we'll see by the end of the year, you're going to hear me bitching about some wheel bearings, I think, but a uh, game ball to our brother for uh, filling me in here on, uh, you know, no, now at least I know that, uh, how my car is going to fall apart. So that's good. All right. little sneak peek. Yeah, that is, it's low key kind of nice Trav. Um, all right. Uh, you, you jacked the order. Uh, I'll go and then kick it back to EB and he can close us out. My game ball was, uh, Oh, one of my favorites, Joe Rogan this week gets the game ball. Uh, breaking news, he had Aaron Rodgers on. It must have been within the last couple of days because I just caught wind of it today. Uh, I didn't uh, this. I missed this. this so Aaron Rodgers and Joe Rogan are on a podcast. Is, I got through amazing. about oh, that's hour. dangerous. I got through about an hour of it today. It is everything you want it to be and more. I, I there's no better combination of two people to sit down and just bounce ideas off each other. I it's basically like everyone's dad and uncle at the Thanksgiving table, and they're both like shockingly, I don't know, like conservative to the point that it's like underground bunker sort of stuff like us power grids and jeopardy a lot of conspiracy theory talk like jfk they were both like well versed on these conspiracy theories too a lot of give COVID. me uh give, give me top three favorite parts of the first hour or at least or even just even just your favorite part i i need to know so jfk that's great they they actually think that that is jfk like assassination they were naming names of people that i've never heard of and they were both like oh yeah that guy got injected with drugs and they drugged him up and then he murdered someone. So that was good. Uh, they've both fell for like, I think I've ranted about this before, but they both fell for like the Simpsons thing where Aaron Rodgers was like the Simpsons calls everything. They predict everything. They knew Trump would be president. And then you can just Google these and it's like, for whatever reason, we pretend the Simpsons predict a lot of this stuff, but more often than not, it's just like, 
photoshopped stuff or like the Simpsons film something after it happens and then people say it was before for whatever reason. So they were okay. They were bouncing I, some I of those off each I other. I didn't know that. So I'm learning um, here. Yeah, and then I would just say COVID talk in general. I think Joe Rogan said two of his buddies went stroke immediately after getting the injection. And that's why he didn't he said he was like going to get it that day at the UFC headquarters and then two buddies had stroke, so he didn't get it. That day, the same day they got the vaccine. <laughs> it was like day before or something, night before. Um, uh, honorable mention, the RF, I think it's the JFK's Johnson. brother yeah. or son or nephew, RFK. This guy's gaining a lot of traction. They're both big time on board with he's him. Not, he's not gaining traction. <laughs> he's just gaining traction with them. No, I don't think anyone yeah. takes that man seriously. All right. Well, they both they both liked him quite a bit. A uh, lot of RFK talk as well. It it's worth your listen. I can say after like the first hour, fifteen minutes, it's good for sure. Good background noise. I was highly entertained. I'm definitely gonna finish it up. Uh, so game ball, Joe Rogan. Like I said, that's just like my dream guest on Rogan. I've I've never listened to a Joe Rogan uh, episode ever. I'm curious, like. Obviously, we have segments and then we just end up, you know, like we just get off the off the rails here and start talking about whatever. Of course, how is does he have segments or are they just chatting? Is it like no, just they a just conversation? start. Yeah, they just start naturally talking. But it does seem like and Jamie pulls up a video and Jamie pulls up videos <laughs> and who's <laughs> Jamie. I don't even know how to describe I guess the producer, but he's oh, also yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah it's very in the corner of the room and he pulls up you have to watch a few of them like if joe rogan has the right guest on it's actually kind of some of them i'll listen to like seriously let's like hear him but if he's got the that type of guest on there he's clearly going into it with an agenda like he definitely had points in his head that he's like we're going to touch on these conspiracy theories today (laughs) yeah because he's like i'm looking at this guy he's also reading way too much shit on the internet and we're both (laughs) buying into it like he's 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 transitioning them though he's like all right we'll go jfk (laughs) then we'll go right into rfk (laughs) then we'll go and we'll go covid vaccine because he's (laughs) anti-vaccine yeah then we'll go trump and then like yeah it's just oh man that's great uh yeah it's good stuff all right eb any any other game balls to close us out with um just one other small one uh my wife uh for the past i don't know six months been studying got for her boards and she took that on wednesday um so she's done with that now um and it's allowing me to live the lifestyle that i'm currently living which i'm just (laughs) very appreciative of we're not afraid to give the wives game balls in this program but we've never given the wives game balls for just compensating our livelihoods that's kind of the goat of all game balls right there. Okay, so something needs to be clarified here. I don't know if we've talked about this, EB, but I think maybe like a year ago or something, I was like throwing some stuff out and I stumbled across uh, our high school spitfire. And there's like a thing in there where it's like, what's your dream job or something? Oh, don't tell and me. You, and he just wrote trophy husband or something like <laughs> so- that. I was like, oh my God, it's actually happening. He's living it out. Yeah. 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 So for what it's worth, he's had this, he's had this plan for what, like 15 years now. And it's, it seems like it's finally happening. So that's awesome. Good for you. Just going to ride it for as long as I can. 
I got to be, you know, Dundo's record. Um, but I'm almost there. <laughs> Man, I can't remember. I can't even remember what his record. Yeah, what are we talking here? Like no work for a 300 day period or he something? He definitely did. He didn't, he didn't hit a year. So <laughs> I'll be a year in May 9th. Did we talk about this? Is pathetic. I feel <laughs> awful saying this. Uh, it's all... A year for what, it's worth, for what it's worth, it only feels like a few months in my brain. If that makes you feel any better, it's like, oh, it's just been I a few gotta... months. Yeah, I think what was, yeah, it was a couple of months was still in North Carolina, then a couple of months was up here, and then a lot of travel. So I couldn't even get is, a job if I is wanted it, to. Is it so. as fun as like I think that would be, or does it get old? No, it gets old. I've been very hard looking at like indeed.com recently. It's just like looking at that website. Yeah. 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 But I like to just, uh, yeah. Now that I kind of like, I just said, I kind of finished the main jobs in the house. So now it's like, all right, now that these are (laughs) these like rooms have been renovated. I'm like, (laughs) that was like my one reason for, you know, not doing it. But also for what it's worth, when I saw, uh, you and your wife, whatever that was in the fall, right? Um, your wife seemed to care 0% that you were off because it. she was like, he's been busy doing a bunch of things around the house. And when I brought up if he had any leads on anything, she basically was like, Mitch, how dare you sort of thing. So <laughs> I don't think she, I don't think she cares too much. I think she's, I think she's just, cool with it too. So I like how he did describe that, that though. He basically just described that as like he went from room to room updating it. Just I think some people would call that procrastinating. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, very much. As long as long as the wife I mean, yeah, a lot of the stuff could have been done on the at nights and on the weekends, but no, I need to do it when I wake up in the morning at nine o'clock. So but sounds like she bought in. So you're you're living the dream, buddy. I'm and I'm sorry that yeah. that um that ride may be coming to an end here shortly. But um, well, I don't know. Yeah, I got a lot of travel plans coming up again. So and once I mean, it's not even like really mine. It's like she's I guess she's the one that had like a bunch of weddings. So I'm like, she's like, I want you to go. I'm like, all right, well, I, I can't not, take a new job. And I request work edge, off. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Very anytime true. you start a new company, it's going to be like, what, two weeks they're going to give me some bullshit. So <laughs> yeah, I'm going to waste it on these weddings. Those. Yeah. I got a few other things on my plate that I need to use them on. So fair point. I need a before we move on. I need a percentage chance when I see you the first week of April that you have accepted a job offer. Where are you at? Give me uh, actually give it to me in odds too. Um, I'm assuming it's minus, but maybe it's plus something. Uh, I was gonna. I was probably plus three (laughs) hundred. Three to one. Three to one. All right. Not that he started uh, working, but just have, have accepted. Still three yeah, to one. Just, yeah. Yeah. Right. Still three to one. I like I like those odds for what it's yeah, worth. I'll take three I, to have one. Fa- I have faith that. in you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, EB goes right back on the spot here. So, uh, for whatever reason, Mitch just decided you're the basketball guy. Um, so we have watched no bat. I don't. I'll. I won't speak for you, Trav. I've watched no. no basketball. I did watch last Saturday was supposed to be like the greatest day of college basketball ever. I did have a few games up and I looked at my phone. I would say 99% of the games. And at one point I looked up at the TV. I think it was the Oklahoma 
was playing someone and the guy hit a buzzer beater like five foot five feet from the half court line uh they wow. reviewed it it was late so it didn't count the team lost but that was the only thing i w- pretty much looked up at the screen and watched so that's been my extent of watching hoops this year uh yeah i've been assembling like a first team like all douche uh yeah first team okay. sort of thing but um i I couldn't tell you the names besides the Duke guy's name is like Flipikowski or something. I've got him on oh, yeah. there. Easy. Um, he might be, he might win the player of the year or douche of the year. Edie? I, I saw, Edie? Uh, oh yeah. That guy kind of sucks. I got that guy's just like, I, I hate how that guy like pulled out of the NBA draft last year. Cause like, like he has no NBA future, and then he just goes back to college and like yeah. beat. it just feels like the super tall seventh grader yeah. to me. I don't like that at all. I just yeah, hey, yeah. I mean, he's like I don't what been there for four or five years now. And yeah, yeah, seven foot two or whatever. I saw the super chubby guy from Clemson was pretty hysterical, and then I saw a guy with that looked like Spencer Rattler, uh, hairline on top of the head. I can't remember what team he's on. I got to look into that, but st- uh, nice little backcourt I got going so far. Um, so that's, that's it. That's the extent of my court. That's the extent of you got Hunter Dickinson on there. Yes. Oh yeah. He's gotta be on there. He's the Michigan yeah. transfer, right? Yeah. When he's like, yeah, I'm transferring to Kansas. Yeah. 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 Yeah, don't don't like that guy. Um, this is all based off of just the pictures I see when I'm on ESPN briefly. I just go, who is that? Who is that D-bag? And then I just look it up. And yesterday was actually Hunter Dickinson, which is funny. You said that, or two days ago, maybe. Whenever they, whenever they, uh, I saw they lost. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I haven't been watching much either. A lot of, I mean, I've been watching a lot of pit games, uh, which has been not great, and then getting some. Verbal updates from TG about the Hoosiers basketball. And that is not going good for him right now. Oh, that's great. Uh, they're sucking. I think Penn State. Yeah, beat I mean, the they're Hoosiers. kind of. Yeah, but in, I just uh, see that. Yeah, in Penn I State, that's TG head. went to that game. Yeah. Oh, tough one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice little two and a half hour drive back too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, they, I mean, I guess you want yeah the Hoosiers. T- t- who's competitive not this year, EB? It. Who are we looking at? Like, who's reasonable chance so to I, win? I anybody's, put, anybody's. I just, I just put a future on UConn plus seven hundred. I think, and they're yeah. the best, best, that's best odds in the country right now. I mean, I guess they've just been playing lights out. Um, but yeah, I was gonna say the ones kind of that I was liking, liking is yeah the Hoosiers. Um, Kansas is always. I feel like they could just go on a run and no one would bat an eye about that. Uh is pretty good. Uh Germ but did send in the a... text thread the other day. They have that Baycott guy is still there. That was stunning news. Armando Baycott's still there. Yeah. Yeah. So be on the lookout yeah, they, for that. They kick um but I know there's I was gonna say I have some teams that I didn't say I I would bet anything in the world that Purdue will not win the national championship. <laughs> you're looking, um, you're looking for a no there minus whatever yeah, that is. Not, yeah, 20, minus uh, 2000 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, 20 to yeah. one. Yeah. They're not going to one to gonna, 20, whatever. Yeah. yeah. If do, you could give me like, do they have the uh, 16? I believe that too. 
Do they have the Asian oh, gentleman? I like that. Yeah, that's Zach Eady, right? Zach Eady, yeah. He's still that there, big too? Guy. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, they just get, like, I think it's the big, there was kind of a controversy a couple weeks ago. There was, they played Northwestern. Do you can't see any of the results of this game or whatever? Northwestern kept it pretty close, and I think they lost on, like, the last second. Oh, a guy shot it. He kind of went up and kind of did that where you fall into the guy when you're shooting. And they didn't call it, and the coach was living, got kicked out or whatnot. But I think the they said the the free throws was like free throw discrepancy between Purdue oh, and okay. Northwestern. I did, I did hear like about that. Fifty to six. <laughs> like, that sounds reasonable. just absurd. <laughs> that's that's just stupid. That's oh man, so, that's why I just struggle. I, I just yeah. I struggle with basketball sometimes. I feel like just for that reason, like the. College to me is different. NBA, I just don't think I can ever get into that when it's like one team shooting like 40 free throws and one shooting 10. I'm like, these people are all professionals. The refs are supposed to be like the best referees on earth for refing basketball. How is there this discrepancy? This does not make any sense yeah. to me. Yeah. So I I think if, yeah, Purdue gets some other ref crew in a tournament, they could maybe catch, get cold and not get any calls. So, but don't trust, I don't trust Arizona. Don't trust Duke. Don't trust Houston. Um, okay. Not a lot of reason behind that. Houston, but, uh, Houston first in the Big Twelve, huh? Yeah, Big Twelve is pretty tight at the top right now, dude. They're uh, just like loaded. I saw that they had a bunch of guys that uh, a bunch of teams that were ranked, and then obviously they're adding Arizona next year. So, like, is that like the best basketball conference right now? Yeah, I mean, Big Twelve is. I mean, yeah, because I think <laughs> SEC's kind of having <laughs> like, a down year right now. Breaks so my brain. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I saw something that there was a maybe it was bracketology like a couple weeks ago, and it was ACC was getting maybe three teams in the tournament, which I thought was pretty wild. Um, wow, just just UNC and Duke, and now Virginia is on like a nine game winning streak. So they're trying but, to get in as well. Yeah, it looks like Virginia nine and three in conference, eighteen and five. So they're making a little run. Uh, where's Pitt? Yeah. Oh, 15 and eight. So they're not, I mean, they're, they're six, six and six, six in conference, but uh, just need a little run at the end of the year. Right. I can say they get in they, three in a row only, too. Yeah. They're only, and they have a win at Duke this year. So that kind of helps their resume, but uh, they, wow. they face Virginia next. And then after that, it's all teams, I believe that are lower than them. And a lot of Wake Forest, Louisville, um, what else I got on my list? Are we taking, uh, are we I have taking, a little bit of a soft spot for pit basketball just because I went there, you know? Yeah, you took were. Four, yeah. I took four credits there, so yeah. Uh, that's a spin zone. Are we taking Dayton serious? I see them in the top 20 here. Or is uh, that just like an early enough situation Dayton, where... Dayton has, Dayton has this one stud on their team. I forget his name. Something the second. I don't know why he's not a junior. But uh, Deron, he's like, you know, Deron Holmes. Yeah, Deron <laughs> Holmes. That's it. <laughs> Maybe Deron Holmes. <laughs> no, but it's, he's it's a Deron. Star, he's it's like Deron. Eight, 18, 18, game, 18 a game, eight rebounds, three blocks or something like that. I killed it. They do have their, their second leading scorers, this Nate Santos guy. He transferred from Pitt <laughs> last year. Couldn't get on the floor at Pitt. So now he's going, he went to Dayton. 
lighting it up over there. So <laughs> that's fun to watch too. Yeah. <laughs> Knifed. Yeah. Uh, it's always rough. Oh, Mitch, this one's for you. A little update. I, I know you wanted to know um, Michigan State. Yeah. You know, I, I have a personal um, vendetta, vendetta. Against Tom, vendetta against Tom Izzo, one of the worst yeah. coaches of all time. Yeah. Just uh, as a, as a person. Nine right now. Yeah. They're, they're sucking. Okay. Uh, but I did, I, I did read a beat, like, a, you know, those like fan sites uh, yes. that, you know, everyone yeah. has. I read a Michigan State one. Um, I think one of Joe Man's buddies probably writes for him. <laughs> but uh, the article says that four to five of their nine losses are solely due to Tom Izzo's managing of the team. So I was, <laughs> awesome. I was happy to see that they're turning on him, too. That's awesome. Uh, while we're um, uh, reveling here in someone else's misery, I had the ACC standings up here, and it is nice to see uh, Notre Dame uh, stole our basketball coach, and they are uh, two and ten in conference. They're in last place, oh, wow. seven sixteen. That's awesome. Seven losses in a row. That's great. Um, where did screw that guy, guys in there? Screw that, screw that guy for taking a legit college basketball job. What the hell? <laughs> did, uh, did you get one did, football school to another football school it was a it was a sideways step how yeah, is that possible oh holy shit he's lost seven games in a row yeah it's tough so it wasn't that bad like three weeks ago <laughs> yeah well these are all acc games he's just losing every single acc game it looks like yeah yeah two and ten yeah that's not good that's not gonna cut it well lost spin zone if he gets fired me. maybe we could get him back no, nah, I don't think we need him. I was just checking it out the other day. I think I think Penn State basketball is exactly where it's supposed to be. Um, I was going to say, no, it's, I have no idea if that was serious. or Yeah, they pretty much lose to like the ranked teams, the most of the Big Ten teams that are good, but they beat everyone else, it looks like. It's kind of like the football team. Yeah, I like that how Penn State, Pitt, and Indiana were all on the same side of the same bracket last year, and now I don't think any of them are getting in. So we're <laughs> yeah, moving on. We, got, up we got hope for we got hope for Pitt. Um, and you know, uh, Penn State they they love that NIT more than anything, anyway. So the NIT, Tanny Lions. Um, yeah, that, that's that's their tournament. That's, that's the one they're stuff. actually that's the one they're actually going for. So <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, uh, and women's basketball. Were, were you going to make a joke about what I think you're going to make a joke about? No, I have nothing against. No, I wasn't. It's not about Caitlin Clark. It's okay. just I can't stand Kim Mulkey. I can't stand oh, her. Oh yeah, yeah, that sucks. Uh, See, I don't. I don't. You know, I've, I think I watched the national championship game last year. That was the one game I see her coach. But just catching glimpses of her here and there, like on Sports Center or social media, I'm done with her. Have you seen? I'm not like a. I'm not like someone that's like. I get like. I get like the hysteria around COVID. Like I get both sides of it. I'm not like a huge, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm reasonable about the whole thing. Kim Mulkey, not so much. Uh, have you ever seen that press conference? No, I think it's like, I don't want to say like COVID COVID, but it's, I think it's maybe 2021 or something. And she's not wearing a mask and she's coughing and she tries to make a joke like, maybe I got the COVID. Maybe I got the oh, COVID. I seen that. Yeah. And then she says <laughs> something like, oh, no, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I was, I tested negative or something. It's like no one laughed. Oh, God. That's, I always yeah. need to pull that up. 
Why does she wear like weird sweaters and stuff? Like why it, do all the women coaches dress like that? Or is that just her thing? I mean, I Pat Summit wasn't dressing like that. Oh, I thought she was. I mean, she just would wear the Texas orange, like jumpsuit. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I just wanted to the image. I've, I saw like a few times on sports center, like she'd have, like, I remember this sweatshirt with like a nutcracker on it. And there's one with like a lion, but there's others like there's stuff that's like crazy obnoxious she's wearing. It seems to be like a stick. It's all about her. I could, but anyway, I could jump on the, yeah, I could jump on the bandwagon of anti Kim Mulkey here. I didn't know that I needed that yeah. in my life, but yes, I also dislike this person. Yeah, as long as you're anti Kim Mulkey and anti Tom Izzo, Tom Izzo. I'll, be, I'll be cool with you. So, <laughs> if your guy's life was on the line and you had to, Choose who you thought was taller, Tom Izzo or Nick Saban. Who would you pick? The exact same height. Yeah, you I might be right, actually. Tom Izzo is a little taller. Okay. Um, you're right. He's actually a lot a bit taller. Looks like Tom Izzo, it says, I got 5'9", and I had Nick Saban at five foot six. Now, these are Google searches, though. So. <laughs> I buy Nick Saban 5'6". He's not tall. I was... How is Nick Saban five foot six and he's playing? Oh, I'm seeing five seven here actually for Tom Izzo. So it must be pretty close. But um, I, Tom I, Izzo's got to be taller if he's going to choke one of his players. So <laughs> how is how is Nick Saban like? He played. We were talking about coaches last week that didn't play college football. How is that guy playing in the secondary at Kent State at five foot six? That doesn't make any sense to me. I know it's like early seventies, but I need someone to explain that to me. <laughs> well. A lot of flexible hips, dude. He's getting that turn. <laughs> I could pick, yeah. For some reason, I can just picture that. He was just, he was just thriving on the hip turn. <laughs> Knew how to drive on a ball. <laughs> uh, anything else, hoops wise? That's it. That's it. I think you guys are set All for right, the well, tournament. Yeah, <laughs> great, man. So futures. Just to recap, <laughs> futures. Who did you like? <laughs> UConn. 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 Yes. All the favorite. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. UNC. I like UNC. Worst part is as soon as this ends, I'm just pulling up the best odds I can get on UConn. Are, are they missing any bodies from last year? Just one, maybe? Or two, I actually. I think so. One of them hurt? As, as your college basketball expert, I don't know. Okay, I'll look into it. They're on a roll, though, obviously. Are they number on one? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, we'll get to you'll have that. I think we have one of those on the board here. Who's got the you'll have that? Is that Trav? It is me. My <laughs> bad. Here. I got it. So uh, you'll have that. I hadn't really thought about it until these past few days when I started to face it head on. But uh, there's a time in your life, uh, if you're lucky enough to have a child, when your child essentially becomes peanut Tillman is just constantly trying to just bat everything out of your hands. And uh, fortunately, fortunately for me over the years, snake, I feel like a lot of our coaches uh, really preach ball security. So, uh, you know, looking back on it, uh, Gumby Davis, you know, as scared shitless as I am, or as I was for that guy to uh, scream at me for fumbling. I am much more frightened by even the thought of disappointment. <laughs> on my wife's face of me fumbling a glass bottle of milk onto the floor and smashing. So, uh, fortunately so far, zero fumbles lost. 
Not going to let it go to my head, though, here, fellas. Uh, just keep oh. reminding myself to keep the five points of pressure and keep that puppy up uh, high and tight. <laughs> Are you screaming ball when it does go down? <laughs> Zero fumbles. Zero fumbles <laughs> so far. But, but I might scream ball. He has a he has a free safety in the living room too, just Winston ready to pounce on that thing. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, what a twist it would be if if I fumbled and then my child uh, yells ball for reverse work. Maybe that's <laughs> that it. would be that would be something. <laughs> by All the time. time, by the time, yeah, I was gonna say by the time I'm like sixty or seventy, I'll definitely just I'm just gonna tell people that 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 happened because that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, Trev. You'll have that. Uh, also could double as a life pro tip. So there's that. Um, all right. I have a hot take for you guys. Um, this is a little more in depth, so I'll try and keep it as brief as I can, but we're coming up on the 23rd anniversary of this man's death. Do you guys remember the Dale Earnhardt accident, the fatal accident? And I see you nodding. Not that I'm not asking you if you remember that day, but do you remember the accident itself? Yeah, I I was watching it live. Wow. wow. Okay. All right. Just... I I wasn't watching it live. I don't think we were. Snake, I would have been sitting right next to you. I remember where I was when I heard we were not watching it live. Well, as long as you were near me, we weren't watching it live. We were home, so that pretty much rules out NASCAR. I, I, I picture say. I picture my uncle calling our dad to tell him, which is just so epic. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably not. Hey, turn on the tur- turn on the TV. Dale Earnhardt's dead. That's- the intimidator's gone. <laughs> okay, so um, th- this is a hot take for a reason. So there's a documentary. I think it's on the History Channel. It's called. Um, it's like finding Hitler or hailing Hitler, something like that. Um, I think it's time we fire up a new documentary detecting Dale. I think there's a chance this man is still out there. I've watched the the footage of the wreck probably a dozen times this past week. It is the most candy ass NASCAR wreck of all time. And I think it's worth exploring possibility of fake death here. He uh, snapped his neck. I think you, well, he was all he had on was a bike helmet pretty much in there. <laughs> <laughs> he took his seatbelt off, didn't he? <laughs> uh, based Watch on that, that commentary, EB, I don't think you remember this wreck as well as you claim you do. I, I think saw you need it. To they claimed it. it. Uh, I will. I've tried to verbalize this thing. Okay, so here's my take on it. He basically, someone comes up behind him. He slides up the bank into the wall. He's probably traveling. It looks like seventy miles per hour. It's shockingly slow. It doesn't he's make not sense. Going you got an ex- miles an I hour, you I was skull. Say, he's oh my god! It doesn't make sense he's how slow. Like out of every NASCAR race <laughs> I've ever seen, I've never seen a car travel this slow. He doesn't hit the wall head on. He hits it at like a forty-five degree angle. I would go as far as to say he hits the wall, and his moment, like his velocity parallel with the track doesn't even slow down like he's going 70 hits the wall he's still going 70 68 yeah he's going 68 at that point um i kind of watched this a few times and something came to mind i bet the daytona 500 in 2020 the covid daytona i bet on a guy named ryan newman 
I got him at 20 to 1. This is the first NASCAR race I've ever bet on. I put $20 on him to win 400. Uh, I think there was multiple rain delays. I fired it up late. I was watching the final like few laps of this race. The man was winning the final lap. He was winning into the final turn. He got bumped from behind. Uh, he. This was probably the most horrific crash I'd seen. Actually, there's one other that's going to top it, but this was terrible. He flies up into the wall. It's basically the Dale Earnhardt thing, but he's going way faster. Uh, the car goes airborne. It flips over onto the roof. He's traveling down the track on his roof. Um, someone comes up from behind him, smashes into the passenger door. It's a whole big thing. He actually crosses the finish line, I think. I think he still gets like fifth, even after the accident. And he goes oh, to the hospital. He didn't have a top five. He goes to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would have been the most epic top five. Of it was all probably time. nice, too. Probably like four to one on that if I got him 20 to one to win. But um, I checked in on him. He left the hospital a couple days later. He had a like a mild concussion. I think they said like a bruised head. Um, and granted that's 20 years ago or that's 20 years after the Dale accident. Right. So we've got modern technology in play. I understand that I fire up a video on YouTube. I encourage everyone to watch it for themselves. It's called 10 brutal NASCAR crashes. Um, I, you guys should watch it as well. The biggest takeaway I had here was the very first video is Dale Earnhardt smashing into a wall but this time it's it's not 2001 or whatever it's 1996 um this was the most violent crash i've seen it was the most violent crash on that top 10 it doesn't even compare if i was if i was scaling these on like a horrific scale i would give the fatal accident a two i would give this a 10 or an 11 uh, on the 10 so scale so because he survived the 10 or 11 he has to survive the two that's terrible <laughs> logic <laughs> I think I mean, it. I, this is a hot take. I'd say it it's you. odd for starters, but um, yeah, I don't. I could try and des describe this as well, but it's it's essentially the same accident. But uh, so it's he. I think he flips over, and then it's like similar to the Ryan Newman. Someone smashes into the driver's side door or the roof of his car. Something gets hit, and you're watching it, and you're like, that car just collapsed the passenger seat like he's right there he must have died he was fine he got out of the car he walked out um so i'll just recap here that the incident in question is i think it's 2000 2001 yeah it must be 2001 um i, I found it interesting just context here uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. became the breakout driver of the year after that accident, after his dad's accident. Um, I also found it curious that the accident, the fatal accident, took place on the final corner of the final lap of the biggest event of that year, which was also the Daytona 500. Um, the order of the top three cars leading up to this crash was Michael Waltrip, Dale Jr. and Dale Sr. I would just say there's a huge conglomerate of cars behind those three cars, and that conglomerate is gaining quickly on the one, two, and three, and that's when Dale kind of gets like 
knocked into from the back and he basically like takes a wave of cars with him. Like it creates a whole big pile up and there's a huge like separation between the one and two cars at that point. So Michael Waltrip and Dale Jr. race out in front. Um, you think of that it's like stage. So they're setting the stage for it's like just those. Well, two I just thought stretch. it was also interesting. It's like, okay, <laughs> it's interesting that Dale jr. Is right in front of him when this happens, but Michael Waltrip, like, what does that mean? Well, I looked at the top 30 cars from that day who finished the race. Uh, there was only two people that day driving for team Dale Earnhardt incorporated. Those two drivers were Michael Waltrip and Dale Earnhardt jr. That's your gold and silver medalist on the day um and then kind of like i alluded to there that was kind of the the ignition for dale earnhardt jr to become the guy it says he became nascar's most popular driver award he won that every year between 2003 and 2017 so the whole thing just kind of makes you wonder and again, I urge you to watch the accident, and then I urge you to watch the uh, a, top ten brutal NASCAR crashes accident. Okay, I have a couple things, Evie. If you want to kick us off here, I mean, I'm just blown away. I mean, kind of speechless that you think that, but I mean, if you don't think we're not going to fire up some Dale's Alive shirts <laughs> and head down to Daytona this year. <laughs> You're also insane. Uh, yeah. Uh, number one, right off the bat here, just a quick Google search. ESPN had him going at 180. So a little <laughs> faster than 70. <laughs> um, that's, yeah. Uh, number two, I'm not an asshole. I'm seeing person. 155. I'm seeing 155. Okay. Whatever. 60. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's not 70. Um, and also, I'll throw it out there. I think that they made a rule afterwards, like basically whatever sort of harness he was strapped in, like soon after became illegal. Like he must've like literally came out of the harness. So imagine having no seatbelt one fifty five into a wall. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think it was good, man. Okay. Watch the tape, check the tape and come back to me. That's fine. Well, he did survive that really bad one though. So way worse. The only thing I could think of to compare that to is like the, I think his name is Ben Askren and he fought Jake Paul in a boxing match like three years ago. And me and you were Good. all about it. We're like, this Askren guy is going to beat, like beat the shit out of Jake Paul. And Ben Askren is a MMA fighter. Just literally just, you know, doesn't get knocked out after five rounds of getting his brain scrambled. And then he gets into a boxing match and gets knocked out in like a minute. <laughs> and it's like, Shouldn't. <laughs> That's weird, if he yeah. could go five rounds with like flying knees to the head, how is he getting knocked out in like a minute <laughs> in a fight against a celebrity? Yeah. That right? sucks, that, yeah. That's your train of thought, right? Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. That's, that's a good way to compare it. It's a little, it's just one of those things. It's kind of like, huh? Makes you wonder. And that seems to be the general sentiment amongst fans. When I was watching all the crash videos was like, damn, like rest in peace of all accidents to take out Dale. I can't believe it was that one. And kind of seems like I'm the only guy that's saying maybe that's worth noting, like and looking into, but um, I digress. I'm reading an article right now that uh, a Japanese study says it only takes 5,400 newtons of force to fracture a skull. 
and he calculated that Dale hit that wall at 380,000 newtons. So I just don't understand. I'm I'm telling you, his car hits the wall way harder five years earlier, <laughs> and he gets out of the car and like jogs off. I would think of it more like you're thinking of it like he didn't lose much like much momentum. I would think of it as like he's smashing into the wall so hard that like literally. Oh, he also hit it on he like his pates up. He hit it on like his passenger side too. When I said he came into it at a forty-five, like the other side of the car, it's it's shocking that he smashed his face or whatever they're saying. Yeah, I'm I'm deep diving on Reddit. I just need to make sure that you're not alone here. May might make me feel. I a didn't little see bit a lot. Of, I didn't see a lot of support to be honest with my take, but. I mean, I laid it all out there. It's there's some interesting facts there. I mean, obviously Dale Jr. became a sensation. Those guys went one two in that race. That interesting. Uh, no deaths. You just can't get over the coincidences. Biggest stage of the year, final lap, final turn. Guy <laughs> that was dies. the only time where that was the only split second where I almost flipped. <laughs> <laughs> that is odd. Final turn. Final turn. Biggest, biggest of race of the year. Of the year. Final lap. Yep. Yeah. Okay. National audience. Okay. Huh. Um, all right. Well, we'll file that one in the TBD column and we'll move on here. Um, dumbest thing I did. I think that was EB. 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 Do you have a hot take too? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Only hot take no. was here, but is dumbest thing I did you EB. Yeah. All right. Fire away. Um, kind of, yeah. Uh, so I've obviously been doing some work in the house and last week I was changing some outlets and I, you know, check the outlet, turn the breaker off and mistake one, for whatever reason, the, <laughs> well, but anyways, turn the breaker off, check the outlets again. They were, they said the outlet said it was off, but for whatever reason, the wire coming in was this different wire that had two hot wires coming out of it and one hot wire went to the one breaker that was controlling the atlas and the other hot wire was just in there going further on down the line didn't know that existed and i shocked myself oh, so no. <laughs> how bad? what's that like not bad you just i mean it, it, it honestly feels because you don't leave it on there but it feels like those um you know those like prank buzzer things it was pretty much like that <laughs> oh, uh, not not terrible it's not terrible. No, I, I mean, you get it off, you get your hand out of there pretty quick when you feel it. But, uh, yeah, I check the heart rate, make sure it was pumping correctly. Yeah. Make sure you didn't but, skip yeah, a beat one, or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't generally, but like, yeah, electricity is no joke. Um, circling back to like having your dad come into town. I did have my dad help me with, uh, we had to add a line to my circuit, which is like, take the panel off the circuit. If I was doing anything like that by myself, obviously, like I'm cutting the power so fast before I do anything. He attempted to leave yeah. the power to the house on the entire time. Like we got to the last step and we were, we couldn't fit this uh, little breaker into the, <laughs> or this little like breaker we bought into the slot and yeah. we we're really wrenching on it. And he just goes, Okay, one slip of the finger here could be trouble. I guess we'll have to kill the power. <laughs> but we waited till the very last step to do it. And it was essentially his take was like, Oh yeah, like this isn't my first time. <laughs> this isn't my first time with electricity. Like 
I'm a veteran at this. Most of us veterans don't kill the power. Was his take on it? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Big D's take on electricity because this kind of sounds made up, but I did this like tough mutter thing like 10 years ago, 15 years ago or something. And you do this race and it's like the idea of it's like really fun. Um, You're like, it's a yeah 10 mile run, but you're kind of doing it at your own pace. And there's a point where you're like hauling logs and you're jumping over obstacle courses and you're like jumping in to like a cold bath and like doing all these things. I swear to God at like, say the race is 10 miles at 9.9 miles. The last stretch, you have to run through <laughs> wires, like live wires that electrocute you basically. <laughs> yeah, I don't electrocute you, but they shock you. And I'm trying to run through these things and they're just shocking the shit out of me to the point where like, where the next day it was like my muscles <laughs> felt messed up. They were hard to flex. And I was telling my dad about it and he goes, he goes, that is the stupidest shit I ever heard. He goes, how do you train for that? Do you get into the bathtub and plug in a toaster and throw it in there with you? <laughs> I do remember him being really upset about that. And he also couldn't get over the fact that it was called Tough Mutter. He's like, oh, yeah, that's that's real tough to shock yourself with electricity. <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad you brought that back into my life. I almost forgot about that. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, very stupid, though. But, um, yeah, all right. Dumbest yeah, thing I did. You recovered? You weren't sore, like, the next day? No, it was fine. It was good. And then uh, one other thing, <laughs> one other stupid thing I did. Uh, bad week for me. Took the dog out back in the morning. Didn't have my phone or anything. Door locked behind me. Uh, locked out, no phone. And on my phone is so we have like a key and a lock key thing outside, and it has a combo on it that we didn't set. It's from like when the realtor set it, but that code is on my uh, phone. So Haven't I'm like, just, it, yeah. I guess yeah. probably, no, I probably because I've I used it like once. I probably sat there and tried 300 different numbers. Out of a, out of nine thousand oh nine hundred ninety nine. So you did go for it. You just started like zero zero. I just zero, went because I like I, I like could remember some of the numbers, and I'm like I think it's I think it starts with a five, but uh, and the dogs with me. So that's I'm what I was like wondering. What's the dog thinking? Just standing there, confused. That's best. And then so after <laughs> I don't know, I was probably out there for Bowser's like two hours. Kid. I I put Bowser in a in the car in the garage. And just let him like sit in there while I'm trying to figure out how the hell I'm gonna get in this house. <laughs> and I bring it, I bring out the ladder from the house from the garage, checking all the windows up the upstairs. Oh my god. No luck there. Uh then I found this uh in our one half bath. It's like probably the world's smallest of course. window. Of course. Unlocked. Yes. <laughs> so there's about like a foot and a half gap. <laughs> That I squeeze my fat ass through, and I go like head over heels, knock over like shit off the stink sink as I'm getting in into this room. Like it was awful. Otherwise, you were probably awful. waiting it out for like six more hours. Well, funny thing is, Bailey's on a flight from LA back, so I'm I went over to the next door neighbors trying to text Bailey what the code is. She's oh, not she's getting text no messages. Service. Yeah, nice. <laughs> no service. Yeah, just a Perfect. nice. Yeah. So, but yeah, after two hours of 
I got in, and a couple hours later, I went and got Bowser back in. So <laughs> he was all worked up. <laughs> I let him calm down out there. <laughs> he was like, "You idiot!" I think but, that tops yeah, the electricity. Yeah. Hide a key. Don't have it in a lock. Like I had another one hid somewhere else, and I don't think I did it. Bailey says she didn't do it, but I'm pretty sure she did. She used it, but then brought it back inside and left it inside. It's a Ooh. good place for it. <laughs> so, yeah. Because wow. I was like, oh, that's fine. I got this key right over in this hidden spot. And just go over there, open it up. Not there. Did you so. did you contemplate going Hulk and just going through a door or window at any point? Yes. Because I was going to say, you're you would just be the one that fixes it, right? Another, yeah, another project. I, was like, I don't want to do that though. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, another week off work, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and at this point, I'm just breaking shit in the house. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah stove stove's not yeah. working again. <laughs> <laughs> I think but, that so, that tops the electricity. Yeah. That's the best dumbest thing I've I did in quite a while we've heard on this podcast so uh good for you yeah all right uh a couple more segments left here we are at uh you might be a flicker if i think this is you trav yeah so i have you might be a flicker if you have a cracked carbonated uh can in your fridge uh thanks to snake all all i drink is watered down carbonated uh oh. sparkling water now and uh basically every time i just fill up my stanley mug add a few three to four ounces of my uh carbonated water uh yeah. on top mix it all up i feel like this has kind of changed the world as i know it just a little splash of carbonated water in all my drinks and kind of similar to 2008 eb when i discovered blow pops for the first time uh <laughs> pretty similar revelation just like wow this is amazing should have been doing this for years uh but basically every time i open the fridge now and i see that opened uh 12 ounce sparkling water can in there it just feels like just such a flicker move just happening having an open 12 ounce can in the, in the fridge i'll get i'll get back to this don't worry normally it's like a nor, normally it's like a pepsi or something you know what i mean that you're just like kind of sipping on all day but it yeah. just f- feels very feels very flickery That's as flicker. somebody that doesn't really drink like uh carbonated beverages at all you know like i i never really had like pop in the fridge or anything so it just feels like flicker in general too that also having a, takes having that crack pan in there takes me back to our childhood a little bit too like <laughs> eb you can answer this i'm pretty sure i know the answer i think we're maybe the only family that did this but when we were kids you would just like have a cup of a drink like water or juice and then instead of pouring it out you would just put it back in the fridge so we'd have all sorts of loose cups of liquid in the fridge (laughs) and then at some point our parents were like you can't do this anymore but that used to be the the goat of flicker moves just tossing back in the fridge that was just like a flicker move, like don't waste it. You know what I mean? I guess. Or like don't I don't want you to put that cup away and then have to get a new cup because then we'll have to wash two cups. Oh, that's also what it was. Yeah, because I was gonna say, like, from a standpoint of, you know, saving the milk, like an ER visit for me getting like listeria or salmonella <laughs> or something, that sounds like way worse, you know? Much more expensive. Uh that actually That's a wild move. That's Right there, Travis. Did you do 
Did you do that? Did you ever just put like a couple? Yeah, in that's there? a no, right? No, no, yeah, no. We never did that. Doesn't seem like a normal I, thing. I forgot we did that. Uh, that's a flicker move. Uh, yes. Agreed. We would just collect it all into a into a beer funnel and then have polish off whatever's in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Father, Father Andy B would take it down right before bed. <laughs> yeah. We don't waste we don't waste a drop of anything around here. Take all the wounded warriors in the fridge. <laughs> uh, and just like one little one little uh splash of hot sauce right in there too. Right in there. Oh yeah. A little dayquil. Uh, th- this this transitions nicely into my Doc Trav's medical corner, actually. This is this is perfect. Um I think this is an absolutely wild, just a wild thing to do. But Griff, I was texting back and forth with Griff the other night. He told me that he knocked down um, a Domino's pizza that he ordered on Friday night. He left it out on his counter and he finished it up Sunday night and it was on the counter (laughs) during that entire period of time, which EB is making a face like no big deal. But here's the kicker. Same. Here's yeah. the kicker. Here's what I had for toppings. Uh, Pepperoni okay. and ham. <laughs> I don't know why, but there's something super gross about thinking about ham <laughs> sitting out for two days. But pepperoni, pepperoni, ham was the worst one. But. Pepperoni feels so processed that I feel like if you could leave that thing out for two weeks, and like What's it's going to get the hard. Cheese? What about the cheese? That doesn't concern you? It doesn't. It doesn't really make a lot of sense, but it seems like it's okay. I mean, it's like it's gonna get spoiled, like it's gonna grow mold at some point. But like at thirty six hours, I'm I'm more of a leave it out sort of person. Forty eight. What I'll Sunday do Sunday night, Friday night to I'll Sunday put it, night. What I'll do is like instead of leaving it in the box, I'll put it in like a container. But I'll definitely leave it out. And if it's in the box overnight, I don't that that doesn't. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> this is shocking to me. I thought you were going to give me a multitude of like viruses or bacteria that you could pick up by doing this. Ham? No. What I texted him back was imagine, <laughs> imagine like disgusting. having like your Easter ham out overnight and your family just left it on the counter for two days and then you grabbed a plate and cut off another piece of ham, started eating it. You yeah, would never I mean, do that. Yeah, I mean, no, I agree. There's something to it, though. I just I'm feel sure like Domino's um, is doing something to their stuff, right? I just feel like there's so much perver- preservatives and that stuff you can get away with it. Uh, thinking about ham sitting out for two days is so gross. I will give that to you, like, because <laughs> like I'm, I used to go my my go to used to be ham and pineapple. Um, I'll never do ham again now that you just said that to me, though. Like, I'll usually do. Like now I'll do like bacon or uh, pepperoni. Like give me the the more processed, the better, I think. Because, yeah, I just think it might last a little bit. Longer. I feel like after we exchanged several texts, he did have a disclaimer. He's like, I threw out a piece of ham that didn't look good or something. I don't know. Some of it threw out some of the ham, maybe didn't consume all the ham that had sat out for 48 hours. But, yeah, I'm looking at something here that's like two hours max on the ham. Okay. This, at is a, temp. this is a wild uh sort of um just um so many things coming together here at once uh geez i've been meaning to tell you this for about i don't know 20 years eb 
Um, I went to uh, one of the McDowell track meets. It was the year that you called, used to call me with the draft, like what happened. It was the year Paul Puzzles and he got drafted. I remember. So I guess one of your, I guess your sister must've been running. So your dad was there and I was chatting with him and I had a ham sandwich that I had (laughs) brought for the trip. (laughs) We left at like, I don't know, six or 7 (laughs) AM and at like noon or one or 2 PM or something, I was like pretty hungry. And I was like, grab this ham sandwich or something. I was holding it. And he goes, Oh, like how long is that? Here we go. That not been refrigerated. And I was like, I mean, I I pulled it out of my fridge at like 6 a.m. He's like, oh, man, I would not eat that. (laughs) Actually, you can't make that up, but that happened. I've been meaning to tell you that. Did I ever tell you that story? No. I'd have to ask your dad if he remembers that. Now, just imagine that story. I don't like to waste food, but I was like, God, he was really adamant not to eat the ham sandwich. I just threw it in the trap. Now, imagine having that conversation and then waiting 42 more hours and then eating. <laughs> <laughs> it had mayo on it. So that's like, that's different. I feel like that throws it off. <laughs> and it wasn't just like baked, like it's I don't know. deli ham, like lunch meat ham, right? You're, that's that shit. I'm not going to get slimy though. Yeah, yeah. I'm not leaving that out for 48 hours <laughs> eating it. No, <laughs> I mean, but Domino's isn't like working with quality ham over there. I'm sure it's just <laughs> deli meat on top of the pizza. It's true. It's yeah, just... but it was cooked a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> so that does something in theory. And it's caked in cheese. Yeah. Got that protective <laughs> cheese layer over there. <laughs> we, we all know the cheese protects the ham from bacteria growth. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Working towards the finish line here. We got um oh we got some some garbage. I thought I had I got a garbage. Oh here we go. Yep, it's all you. That's garbage. Uh my biggest that's garbage is the discrepancy between um the business hours listed on Google. And the actual business hours. Oh, yeah. uh, me and my dad were, he's like, let's go get something to eat for dinner. I looked up a place. He's like, that we go to normally on a Thursday, but this was like a, a Monday. So Mondays are kind of tough for restaurants anyways. I'll look it up, type in Google, open till 10 p.m., swing by. There hasn't been a person in there for days. <laughs> and it's just like... And then I look up another place. We went to two different places that both said open on Google till 10 p.m., both closed, doors shut and locked. And it's just, can't we get this straight? Can I go on to Google right now and correct this for them? I, I will think, gladly do that. Yeah, maybe, maybe actually, maybe that's how it works. Um, maybe just so many people have to report it or something. But that does feel like it should be a fine or something. Because you guys taking time to drive over there, getting excited, looking at the menu. <laughs> How about just like, so how about deflating. Google just says like, question mark. I'm not positive about this one. Yeah. Like yeah. I, normally it's, it's functioning. Also I'm, I'm up in a Flickr town where they're, they don't have websites on these places. It's, you know, you got some BS Yelp review that <laughs> right. says no hours yeah. on it. Right, right. 
Yeah, it's the only reason I have Facebook today is because I'll like go onto a restaurant or like a brewery's Facebook yes. page and be like, let me make sure they posted yes. a picture today. And like there's living people at the place before I go over there. What are yeah, what are they saying? No one makes a website. Yeah. yeah. What are what are they saving by not having a website? Like literally, it feels like if one <laughs> extra customer showed up per month, it would pay your bill, right? <laughs> Couple Grab hun- someone out of Mr. Smolder's class to build you one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's not complicated. I, it doesn't need to be fancy. Just give me the menu and the time it's open. I wasn't even there with you. I'm a little bit pissed myself. That's uh, garbage, though. So. Yeah, that is garbage. You know where you should have taken your dad? I told you, Sackett's Harbor, the uh, the brewery there. Uh, yeah. Uh, probably closed. <laughs> probably. You know, I was thinking sometimes they will do go with like the orange, uh, for the hours and it'll say hours may be affected by, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. Day. Like for yours, I should have said hours may be affected because this restaurant is permanently closed. <laughs> because it's permanently closed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we better keep better keep moving here, boys. Uh, last last uh, recreational segment here, some travia, brought to you by Trav. So, what do you got? For All us? right, great. I got two of these because EB's on. I absolutely had to have a Tony Gwynn travia for us here. For those of you that don't know, this is our favorite. I was going to say baseball player. He's our favorite athlete. There's really not a close second. Uh, we just lo- we love our Tony Gwynn fun facts in general. I need to know. How many straight at bats could Tony Gwynn go hitless and still have a career 300 batting average? Um, I'm going to say like, I'll give you a hint. I think his average is even higher than I thought it was. I think it's like 348 is his career average. It uh, might be 338. It's so that helps at all. How many how many at bats could he go hitless and still bat three hundred for his career? Six hundred. Yeah, I was I was similar range. I was kind of doing some math there. He's got like three thousand hits. That means he has like almost nine thousand plate appearances. I'll say even more. I'll say eight hundred fifty. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. So I was like pretty much, I probably would have said three or 400 probably would have been my guess. It's uh, 1172. <laughs> so he basically, he averaged about five to 600 at bats per season in his prime. So you do the math there. That's basically two full hitless seasons and he's still a 300 hitter. That is the craziest thing I think I've ever heard. So, oh man. Um, in my brain, I was thinking the same yeah. thing. I was thinking the same thing, EB. I was like, maybe he could go like a full season and be like pretty close, but no, two full years. If he came back, zero hits, he's still a 300 hitter. Pretty awesome. And then uh, our second, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say he could pull a, like a, a me in juniors at, in Little League when I went hitless. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. I just love that. I love that Mark story Rising every time it comes wow. up. Every six months or so. Well, that's, that's so fun. Scorekeeper screwed me, but we'll not, we won't get into that. Oh, oh, yeah. There was one controversial one, right? Yeah. Um, all right. So second travia, this is going to tie us into our six rack today, which is, I think it's pretty much just outlandish novelty bets, but I'm not really sure. Um, 
what the actual category is. I'll let Snake do that. Uh, but uh, our trivia here is, and you guys probably came across this too, because I feel like I, I didn't know what it was on like Tuesday, and then I read it about ten times between Tuesday and now. Do you guys know what an octopus is? Yeah, I saw it in in football. Yes. So actually, I I thought I knew what it was, and then I saw a new definition the other day. Okay. The one I have is you catch a touchdown and then you catch the two point conversion, right? Or you score right. the touchdown. That's what I saw the yeah, other yeah. day. I thought you, you just had just... to do it in the same game, but you have to do them consecutive. Yes, you have to do it consecutive. Um, because the idea is it's like six for the TD, two, two point conversion, so it's eight points. So that's why they call it the octopus. Um, it's only happened once in the Super Bowl. It was last year. Jalen Hurts did it. I need to know how many times has that happened since 1994. Uh, regular season and playoffs. Oh, that just doesn't. Oh. People aren't going for two that often. One would think. I know it happened once or twice this year. I feel like. Did you say nineteen seventy? Oh, seventy-five. Uh, nineteen ninety-four. Oh, nineteen ninety-four. Oh no. Oh, so like no, it, that's too this hot. is like my lifetime. How many times that happened? Years. Yeah. Years. I'll go I'll go 60. I was thinking this two times a year. Yeah, two times a year feels about right, but I'll go less. I'll go uh one and a half. 45. So what I read is actually more. I read 175. So that's more like what 10 times a year? No, five, sorry, five times a year. Five right? times a 20, year. Yeah. 25, uh Four 30 five. years. I don't know about you guys, but like I see a year like 94 and I go, oh, it's 2000. That was six years ago. And then I go, oh, never mind. It's 2010 now. It's 16 years ago. Oh, never mind. It's 2020. Oh, it's actually, it's almost like we're halfway to 2030. So it takes me a while to get there, but yeah. So 175 times, way more than you'd think. I can't think of any off the top of my head. I feel like I don't even remember the Jalen Hurts one from the Super Bowl, but it's got to be all running backs. Right. That was my thought too, Snake. Like I'm just picturing like, Emmett Smith pounding one in. Yes. And then they have to get the two and they're like, what do you think about the same play? And it's a like toss. I, I can just picture that. Or it's just like <laughs> a toss. <laughs> yeah. Slob sweep. Uh, good stat though. So last year, and I know you can get odds on that and they're probably terrible. You're probably only getting like eight to one or something. Yep. I think you got it snake. I think it was about, I think it was about eight to one. And that is like, seems terrible if it's only happening with one Super Bowl. But it happened last year, so maybe they're just, I don't know, uh, recency bias or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I guess unless they're unless they're playing the McCaffrey. McCaffrey's a good card. One, yeah. like, he, it does just seem like, in general, uh, we just these teams do go for two at just kind of wild times now, too. Um, so, I don't know. I didn't really look at total two-point conversions this year compared to the past or anything like that, but. Yeah, maybe maybe we're just maybe because people are going for two at a higher rate or something. I don't know. It does not feel like it should be eight to one though. I guess. Yeah, agreed. And that does take us into the six rack pretty nicely. So the six rack is um, it's really dealer's choice as it always is. But the goal here is to give you at least six kind of interesting, um, interesting. They could be prop bets, obscure bets, novelty bets. Um, it's really, it's like I said, it's whatever you guys came up with works. Uh, we're all just going to give out six of our maybe favorite bets we saw, 
favorite odds we saw. Um, I can I can actually kick us off, and then you guys can gauge whether you were on the same page as me here. But um, I'm going to start with a national anthem-related thing here. I've got um, my first of the six rack, Reba McIntyre, primary color of boots. So I don't know who this is. Even after looking her up, I still don't really know who that is. I don't think I've ever seen that person before. Have you guys seen that person before? I've definitely heard that name. I don't. Yeah, she does look familiar. Yeah, she's a she's a country star. She had I, a show. She's a country star. I had no idea that was a country. From like the 90s? Bradhead? So maybe not still writing music today sort of thing? Uh, yeah, it definitely hasn't been musically relevant i feel like so in a while this mostly caught my eye because of what the odds say um and then i did google her just to look at photos of what she's worn traditionally um and in my head i had an answer and then when i looked at the photos that seemed to confirm my answer and then when i looked at the odds there was just no way i wasn't going to play this so the odds, uh, do you guys want to assume what the favorite would be for the color of her boots? Uh, uh, I would say brown. Brown? Okay, maybe this is harder than I thought. I just assumed it would be black. It is black. Um, black is plus 200, so 2 to 1. Brown is plus 325. Red is 350. And then after that, we're all like 10 to 1 sort of stuff. Blue, purple, pink, yellow, green. Uh, green's like plus 1600. I thought black plus 200 was free money. Every picture I looked at with this woman, she's wearing black somewhat in her outfit. I'm not an expert here, but I don't think you can wear black and brown boots. I think brown's out. I think black plus 200 uh, was worth 10 or 20 bucks here at two to one. Okay. I, th- I think I like that actually, because you're insinuating she's going to show up in like a black outfit as well. Yes. Yeah, and that's most good call. of, that's most good call, of the, I'll say ninety percent of the pictures, she's wearing black boots to begin with. Okay, I, I'm, the ones I'm looking at, I don't know about UEB. If you googled her, uh, first off, I absolutely hate how she spells McIntyre. Number two, I'm looking at probably seventy five percent brown boots. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> well, first of all, it's brown, hard to- brown, 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 brown. The top row is all brown. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm not sure what you're looking at. Did you Google boots? I I sure did. Reba McIntyre boots, and I spelled it the goofed up way. Oh, okay. Does she have like a boot line? Oh, there's some black on here. Don't undersell it. All right, but taking out the word boots, just Google the woman and look for like full shots. I'm seeing a lot of black boots. I'm comfortable with this at plus 200. Uh, So that's my first, first favorite bet. I'll throw it out there. Why not like 50 on black, 50 on brown? Because uh, then if she goes red, I hate myself. Okay. <laughs> red plus 350. I don't know. <laughs> trying, to imagine you, trying, to, trying to imagine you explaining to your wife how you dro- <laughs> drop 10, drop 10 I units. I didn't on realize the there color. were this many colors in the rainbow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, We'll go to EB and then Trav, and then we'll just keep the order. So EB, first bet. Uh, yeah, first one I have 
is a player or coach crying during the anthem. And what was I? Oh, it surprised me. It's a pick em, which I thought I had was no idea. I like, yeah. I, I kind of assumed. I was like, I, I feel like there's what one last year and like no Sean Moreno, like seven years ago. That was, so that was, was just, that was a one. No. That was like a waterfall. That was like a hurricane that came out of his eye. Yeah, that was truly a one. But I was just like, I mean, I feel like, yeah. But anyways, I just, I feel like there's two instances of people crying during it, during a game. I wonder and if I like, like right, watery, that's really subjective. Like watery eyes going to count because someone's going to have watery eyes. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, the the hot the hot yeah. take I heard on the EB why I think people were leaning no is because it wait is Reba, who's singing the national anthem is it Reba McIntyre Reba oh, okay yeah. I wasn't sure somebody's singing God bless America oh I think I heard that's Post Malone uh but basically Reba I might have made that up uh <laughs> Reba, Reba, Reba McIntyre because she's more like uh, it's gonna be like kind of old country like folky it's not going to be like yeah. whoever belted it Emotional. out last year yeah, yeah yeah that was kind of the take it's going to be like a little bit more yeah a little bit more funky yeah, or a little bit what more whatever yeah i see what you mean honky tonk there you go that's the, that's exactly what i was looking for yeah so like the honky tonk people oh, it, probably aren't going to get as emotional i saw her time is really low too like unusually low compared to the normal two minutes and 10 seconds or whatever I want to say she was like 120 over under. Um, but yeah, so with, with that information, Chav, I feel like as a pick no has to be play. But it really, all like, again, is it, the other thing is like, is it shown players on the broadcast, which I'm assuming it's shown players. If someone's but, crying, they're yes. definitely going to flash to them too. It seems well, unless he's, oh, like a, unless he's like a oh, bench guy. True. That's a good call too. I don't know why I didn't think yeah. of that. It's not like they're like you know sw- inside linebackers coach tearing up. Yeah, now that I don't know if they pan <laughs> the camera to that guy. There's a lot of That's, different no. angles to attack I mean, this thing. Yeah, but it also only takes one emotional show guy. That's true. And there's a lot of coaches and a lot of players. Yeah, but uh, so final lean is no. My lean is no. All right. Trav? So I spoiled this one earlier in the week, but let's kick things off with a bang here. I have odds of an alien invasion and game ending in a tie. It's 1,000 to 1, so that's plus... What, th- whoa, 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 whoa. Are those parlayed? <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. I'm not sure. That's the, that's like, the prop. So that both those things have to happen? <laughs> Correct, yes. Uh, alien invasion game ends in a tie. So to me, a thousand to one, pretty, pretty shitty odds, uh, considering per national geographic, um, an article on July 6, 2023, that there has never been a documented alien invasion in the U S I don't know about when you guys, like, I'm not talking like the United States as like land itself. I'm just saying like, since we've been a country, uh, I'm a Patriot. I just, I'll just use that as the date that we consider the United States starting July 4th, 1776. It's been 90,432 days since then. To me, this feels like it should be more like a hundred thousand to one. Am I right? Um, yeah, so pretty that. shitty odds. Um, 
And then, yeah, to uh, go off what you brought up, Snake, how, how pissed are we if we call the alien invasion, but then Goodell like uh, chooses a winner after the fact and you, and you miss this bet because it doesn't end in a tie. Or it just like a UFO races over the stadium and it's kind of like, what was that? We'll figure it out later. Yeah. What's the definition was... of invasion? Yeah, because invasion That's does kind true. of apply like missiles are like firing down at Earth from a ship or something. Yeah. I'm, I'm oh, thinking green, green guys in midfield. I'm, yeah, I'm That's thinking... what I was picturing. Green guys. Oh, yeah. green guys on the field? Wow. Um, yeah, I do and like... And they're tearing up during the anthem. <laughs> <laughs> I do... I do kind of love Vegas. Like if it's going to happen somewhere, it does need to be like desert. It's kind of close to some of those. Um, I don't know. Yeah, made, up, made, up, made up alien invasion stories. Yeah. Yeah. Like that guy that has the Netflix, George, uh, is it George Soros? Somebody like worked at a lab out there somewhere in Nevada has a whole elaborate I, story. I don't, I don't think you're, it's George Soros. It's not George Soros. I think that's no. the. Um, He's the guy that's funding all of the liberal elites. That's probably. Him. Oh, sounds like the okay. guy to me. Be. I thought that was like the New York governor that like they figured out was cross dressing like ten or fifteen years ago. Is not that George Soros? No. We got to figure out who George Soros Maybe. is. We got to figure out. What this Netflix documentary is. Bob. No, so, Bob Lazar, I think. Bob Lazar is the right guy. Yeah. yeah. He's a big alien head. <laughs> so is. um. <laughs> he might have been on Rogan. Who knows? So is Demi Lovato, <laughs> right? Big alien gal. I'd buy it. I don't know that, but. Demi? I think she's on the Netflix documentary. I thought. She's cool it's- for the summer. Big on the big on the UFOs. Huh. So this is we're basically that's monst that's like the monsters Michael Jordan thing. I don't know why I just thought of that now. A thousand to one if you if one. you want that. I'm 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 sitting that one out. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you had a buck on it or something. Okay. Um, thousand to one. It's thousand, Space Jam's a documentary. Thousand to one. Didn't didn't Kevin Malone say you have to take that, Trav, or was that ten thousand to one? Ten thousand to one, I think. Okay. <laughs> All right, my second uh, prop bet here is uh, I actually gave Trav a hard time for like, I think I said, we're not looking for somebody. We're not looking for Travis Kelsey over six and a half catches with these bets. I have a receiving over, or I wanted to take a receiving owner it, over. It would be uh, Kadarius Tony over half a catch. I can't find this thing anywhere. I looked oh, on it, every single it's book. There. It's out there. Is it a, is it a half? Are you playing I saw one and a half. Um, I have an update on status as well, EB. Oh boy. I, do, I don't th- I don't think he's playing Snake. I think that's why it's probably off the board. This it was, is this is the as of sorry, Wednesday the night, quote, I could not find it. Sorry. Uh so as of Tuesday, Andy Reid said he was asked if Tony would be available to play in the Super Bowl, and he said, We'll see. He's been practicing. We'll just see whether he's up or not. What does that mean? That does not sound like a person that's going to be playing. Whether he's active or not. I, I think this guy, you've been sleeping on this guy. Um, so full disclosure, I couldn't find it, but I could find anytime TD 
plus 1200 on bet MGM. I'm going to sprinkle it. Uh, I don't think it's crazy. This guy's behavior has been like slow motion car crash all year, specifically the second half of the year. But um, I think he finally went scorched earth social media against the team too. There was some sort of video where he's like insinuating they're benching him and he's not actually hurt. So we've come all the way to that point. That being said, I didn't see that he was still ruled out. I did see he tried to retract it and like claim I was talking about the Giants, which was just totally not true. All that negativity aside, I mean, this seems like a little bit of a money-making opportunity. The guy is kind of a big game playmaker. TD in the Super Bowl last year. Punt return for like 65 yards down to the five-yard line last year. I would not be shocked if they get down in the red zone and this guy comes on the field, maybe gets a pass thrown at him. Um, so I like him at I like him at twelve to one. Uh, for the record, the last time he did score a touchdown was back in October too. Saw that as well. Yeah. So not great. Um, but yeah, I think it's worth that's worth a flyer. Take a flyer on it. Eb second bet. Second bet that I saw this evening was a DK boost. I don't know if you guys saw this one. Both teams rush for a touchdown plus 200 on DraftKings. Saw, I'm worried it's a sucker bet, though. I feel no, like plus they well, in my head. Plus 200, though? Come I'm on in my, now. In my head, you. Uh, I'm just assuming McCaffrey's getting one. So I'm getting plus 200 odds that the Chiefs are going to rush for a touchdown. I, lo- I love that take so much. That's perfect. Uh, I need to find it. Is the 49ers run D like rock solid? What what is the what is I know the their D line hasn't been performing well? It's gotta be well. Something I mean they to boosted that. it up. I think it was like plus one twenty-five. So I think the catch is they don't think the Chiefs are gonna score. A rushing touchdown. So they're yeah. so they're willing to boost it, yeah. Because like EB said, I mean, you have to figure McCaffrey's going to score. For it what did, it's worth, McCaffrey McCaffrey's odds to score are the, like, the best that they've been all season. I think I saw like minus 210 or something. Oh, really? So they must just think this is going to be yeah, a low-scoring game. Like sneaky low-scoring, maybe. Well, I think, yeah, wasn't well, everyone saying that the 49ers should just rush it 60 times because the Chiefs keep rush the Chiefs defense is awful? The field. Uh, Jeez, yeah. I feel like we could say the other way though, too, right? Because like the way the Lions were moving the ball against the, uh, the yeah. Niners, Niners last week, God, I w- I would try and do the same thing. I think if I was the Chiefs, good point. Uh, so, so I mean, I think that's I think that's in favor. Well, I think it's in favor of EB's bet too. Uh, chances they just kind of work their way down the field and then. Punch it in. Someone runs one in. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it I as well. EB. A couple. I might sprinkle it. I could see Mahomes jogging in there for sure. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah, I got I got one for us later. As I say, I also have one for us later. All right. Uh team in. That's good. Yep. Fire away. So I have Sam Darnold, Super Bowl MVP, plus 20,000. That's 200 to one. It sounds stupid, but is it really stupid? 
because I'm just saying from the standpoint of the odds of it seems outrageously good because if we want to start breaking down numbers here, what's the chances Purdy gets hurt? One out of 16, roughly, right? He's got hurt at least once, uh, maybe yeah. twice, he right? Did, yeah, he, did, he didn't finish a game or two, yeah. Yeah, so we know the MVP is probably going to be a QB. Uh, now we just need the Niners to win, which – with Darnold, is it that much of a drop-off between him and Purdy? The injury's got to be early. That's the only catch. But also, I'd throw it out there. Even if he comes in in the third quarter, they have a deficit, and he throws a couple of TDs, you're telling me he's not in the MVP conversation? So I'm just saying 200 to 1, that's worth a dollar to me. I saw that was the yeah. uh, sportsbook's biggest liabilities, was that particular bet. And for what it's worth, last year I saw Gardner Minshew was 250 to 1. He was the Eagles backup last year. And Chad Henney was a hundred to one, which was like breaking my brain. Then I remembered Mahomes had the bat, had the bum ankle. So there was like a chance people thought he could end up in there. <laughs> Cause that feels like that one should have been like 500 to one. You know what I mean? Who are we looking yeah. at for the chiefs backup quarterback? Who is that man this year? Yeah. Oh, I don't even have a guess. I is feel like I just saw I Chad Henney. I think it's it's not Chad Henney, but I think it's someone old. He must have played that Gab- last is game Bl- of the is year. Is it Blaine Gabbert? Is he still? It there? is. It is. Yeah, good. That's call. who it it's is. Like it's Blaine, yeah, Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert. Yeah. Which I feel like way less people are doing that than are doing the Sam Darnold. Uh, Blaine Gabbert, uh, hot take. He looks like he's just trying to be Nick Foles. I think. I mean, it's not same, same mullet. He's like tucking the hair back, you know, behind the ears with the hat on. Sure. Yeah. It's not the most incorrect take. I see a picture of him wearing a, like a vest with no shirt on underneath. It's interesting cat. All right. My third bet. Um, I'll do this one. This is probably the lamest shit I'll ever talk about on this podcast. So I'll apologize in advance. But I did see a couple uh, Kelsey Swift props that intrigued me, at least. Uh, one of which was Kelsey to propose to Taylor Swift. Oh, man, that's my number, my number three as well. <laughs> uh, if you're thinking like I'm thinking, they were listing. So it's only on Canadian sports books, unfortunately, I think. I don't think we can get it. But they put a no number on this. Like, yes, he'll get engaged, plus 1060. No, minus 3,000. So... $30 to make a dollar, that almost seems like it's worth max betting, like whatever they would let you bet. Because I don't think the man is going to get engaged after the Super Bowl. It's a coin flip his team even wins in the first place. I know that guy from like Florida State did it a couple years ago after they lost, but I promise you he's not getting engaged if they lose. I don't think Taylor Swift wants to be proposed to on a football field to a guy she met like six months ago. Either. Six months ago. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much out. I I can't bet that one. Um, I don't know about this one, but this one also caught my eye was Swift and Kelsey. Will they be seen kissing on TV after the game? Yes. Plus 110. No minus 130. My only take there would be if you like the Chiefs to win, I think plus 110 is your play um, because I think Chiefs money line is plus 110 to begin with. Like that's as good as you can get it. If they win, 
There's a hundred percent she's coming down onto the field. I'm assuming they're gonna kiss. The camera will definitely capture. Didn't they do in a loss? If they lose, I still think it's a long shot, but they could still kiss. So it's you're basically getting like bed insurance. Like she could give him like a sob story, like peck on the cheek or something, and then maybe you're in for some money even after the loss. I don't know. But if you like the Chiefs money line, I think you just find that bet and play it. Um yeah. And as far as I know, those are FanDuel MGM bets, and I just gotta check the kiss one, but the the proposal is definitely off the board in the US. Okay, well what, what was I'll your play, take on that, Trav? You were I'll, gonna say I'll, yes? Yeah, I'll play devil's advocate here. <laughs> I mean plus 1060, 10 to 1. To me, like the whole relationship just feels like publicity stuntish, like on both sides, right? And I'm just picturing a Chiefs win here. Emotions are high. This is their chance to produce the dramatic flair everyone talks about for years to come. Maybe even overtake the Janet Jackson boob thing. Um, and I mean, the whole thing itself feels very inauthentic. I don't know if you've ever seen like a list of Travis Kelsey's girlfriends prior to Taylor Swift. It's basically like beautiful black woman, beautiful black woman, beautiful black woman, Taylor Swift. And <laughs> something doesn't add up there to me. So it feels like this would be the perfect moment for him to propose. I don't know if she says yes or no. I don't think they get married. I'm just saying, I think there's a chance he proposes on the field. I just, I don't, I mean, she's like flying directly back to Tokyo after the game, isn't she? So she's not going to like. Okay. Also, I'm just going to throw this out there. Remember who we're talking about that would be doing the proposal. (laughs) Oh, so you're just, you're really betting on one party to be interested in this. It just says proposal. That would be it does awesome not if say she, she has to say yes about it. Oh, that would even be better as a no. Wow. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I'm cashing. It says proposal. Doesn't say she says yes. Yeah. What are the odds on her saying no during a proposal? <laughs> Give me those. Yeah. I was just wondering the same thing. Because, oh, man, those are, yeah, now that would probably be worth it. Because that's probably, yeah, that's probably 50 to 1 or something. Because she almost has to say yes, you would think, but like, uh, or at least yeah, pretend to go say yes, but then yes. probably say yeah. no. Yeah. That is interesting, though. Um, yeah, I, I did not take you as a yes guy there, Trav. Interesting. Okay, so that was Trav. He's just a hopeless romantic. <laughs> I love it. That was Trav's third. So, EB, you can give your third. Uh, My third's kind of just a normal run-of-the-mill player prop, and I got Kyle Juszczyk over four-and-a-half receiving yards. Just give me one catch, man. Uh, uh, he did, did have a catch uh, in the last Super Bowl. one or two played. last game. Oh, one or two uh, last he game. he had a couple catches last, I think so, didn't yeah, he? The one over the, middle, like the, one over the, the middle, middle was really nice, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, that's funny like you said that. Yarder. I wasn't yeah. I wasn't going to mention it here. I was just going to probably tell you guys later as we were wrapping up, but I do love that bet. I was going to take the over half a catch on that, man. It was like minus 160. Is the four and a half yards better odds than that? Or was it three and a half yards? 
Four and a half? What was it? That's probably minus one fifteen. It was four and a half yards. Yeah, it wasn't like terrible odds. No, it was. It was better like than minus one twenty, minus one fifteen. I probably should have just bet that then. Because what are the chances he catches a two-yard pass? While you guys were like accumulating data here, did you guys go back to the twenty twenty Super Bowl and kind of look through things at all, or no? No, no. I keep just forgetting as, they played. I don't remember yeah. that Super Bowl really at all. I remember me and you live betting. I was sitting in a bar watching it. I had uh, the Navarro Bowman jersey that you got me on, and I forgot, and people kept saying, go Niners to me, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> um, and we got in on the Chiefs late when they were down uh, double digits. Oh, so, okay. I feel well, like I remember like Cameron something late. Yeah. Yeah. So ho- hopefully, kind of save the day. Hopefully, hopefully same. Hopefully, same thing this year, Eb. But um, I looked through the was looking through the box score. Nothing really stood out to me whatsoever. Uh, Kyle Uzcheck, I believe, did have a couple catches, but um, I was looking at the. Oh, I'm trying to think. Actually, was it that one? No, it couldn't have been. Sorry, I think I was just looking through previous Super Bowls in general. Oh, and I came across the Patriots. And Rams Super Bowl, that was the year before that, maybe. That was like the worst Super Bowl ever. It was that like was 30. like, what, 12 to 3 or something? Yeah, something like right. that. And I saw a picture of the Rams running back, and I did. I saw a picture of him, and I did not know who it was. Do you guys remember who their running back was? What year? Oh. 20, 2019. I'll give you a hint. He's got like pretty thin face, long dreads. It's it's not Todd Gurley, was it? It is Todd Gurley. Todd? I I oh. forgot about Todd Gurley. Like I forgot that was a person. I just saw a picture of him. And I was looking at him. I was like, I've never seen that person. And then I saw his name, Todd Gurley. I was like, Oh yeah, that guy was like amazing. And then I haven't heard anything about him in like three years. Yeah, he got arthritis in his he name. Oh, he did. Okay, he I didn't went play for the Falcons for a hot Falcons. second. Yeah, maybe 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 last year, but maybe two years ago. I can't remember. Yeah, but two um, years ago, I think. Shout out Todd Gurley. That guy was the realist. Yeah. Just got think, drafted in the first round, even after blowing out the knee. Just they just made an exception for him. He was that good. I, I guess. think he got paid too. I think it was until after the contract, they're like, this guy has severe, like 80-year-old man arthritis. And he just <laughs> played like a few more games. But yeah, I I'm with you guys. I kind of forgot that Super Bowl between the Chiefs and Niners existed. Um, okay. uh, the only thing I remember is that that catch, or the not catch, the Jimmy Garoppolo missed the guy like right at the end, like out of the fingertips. Wasn't that him? Wasn't that that Super Bowl? I forgot about the like, underthrow. The, the, the over, no, the overthrow. Didn't he overthrow him? Oh yeah, yeah, Manny Sanders, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like lays yeah. out and it goes. Oh yeah, yeah. Good, good recall. I forgot he about that. So like. Take the lead late or something. Yeah, good call on that. Oh, four interceptions thrown in that game. That's kind of an interesting tidbit. Um, okay, I'll give my fourth bet. Um, I saw this. This looks really stupid, but it it's will the measure the first down measurement chains be broken during the Super Bowl? Yes, plus fourteen hundred, no minus ten thousand. The fact that that's even a prop bet. Like it looks stupid, but I'm also like, does someone have insider knowledge that the chains are going to get fucked up in this game and I can get them 14 to one because that seems like the weirdest thing ever to bet on. But 
you're really just betting on like one ball carrier to get pushed out of bounds near the chains. And if he slams into the right guy, I think the chains can get broken. Uh, so I went two dollars on yes plus fourteen hundred for the chains to get broken. <laughs> okay, and I um, we'll we'll establish the order back again. So back to you, Eb, for your fourth. My fourth. I don't even think I'm going to bet this one, but I just thought it was ridiculous, and it's um the number of patties on Andy Reid's post game burger. Oh and I got God. under one and a half at minus 200. <laughs> and so I was thinking it's definitely going to be, he's going to, if he's going to get a burger in the post game, he's going to definitely be a double. So I got plus 150 on that. Oh, so you went over one and a half. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Talk to us about burgers. What, like, I'm not a fast food burger guy, but I feel like if you get a burger from McDonald's, it has two patties on it, doesn't it? Or is that a special thing? Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it's not a fast food. It might be one from like the stadium. Oh, imagine yeah. concession a, burger. Concession burger is probably single patty, but it's also Andy Reid. I imagine they're like his. Get like, two of those. I only and... go doubles. It is. I mean, it, that's, yeah, but then you're asking but, the water, the water boy, to take a patty off one of the burgers and move it. I think you have to hope they have like fast food shit getting delivered to the player's tunnel or something. I don't know. That's tough. I mean, these guys always do eat like Papa John's or Chick-fil-A after the games. I, I don't think there's odd. I can't believe there's odds on that. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. That's all. I just wanted to say that one. Cause I just thought it was hilarious. I'd lean over. As, odds. I'd lean over as well with the plus. You odds. guys are both leaning. You guys are both plus leaning odds. Over. You just gotta go yeah. plus odds there. And I mean, it's Andy. I feel like he can get any burger he wants. And chances are, He's not going to eat a burger at all, so it should just void, right? It just voids as if you don't yeah. bet it, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Kind of a nice transition into my medical guy one here. I could not find Andy Reid heart attack prop bet, so I had to go, <laughs> will a player leave the game and not return due to concussion symptoms? This is, yes is plus 120. This feels oh. like stealing. Someone getting their bell rung on a world stage and you think some independent psychologist or neurologist is going to risk his career to allow some guy like to go back in barring it being Pat Mahomes, right? Or barring, or barring the guy doing the evaluation being uh Tua's old uh, concussion doc. <laughs> Other than that, this, if this guy gets his bell rung, Particularly if it's a special teams guy, there's no chance they're letting that man go. I back will out there. say, I feel like as of late, not college, but NFL, I'm just watching concussed guys come back out onto the field. Like a lot. Like- especially in the playoffs. Like nobody's getting pulled out of the games. I did. That's that's funny, Snake. And sometimes they're leaving for like a quarter and you're like, well, clearly they, they diagnose <laughs> him and then he comes back. I did see that the report was that concussions are down right and i was like well <laughs> they're not really down they're just <laughs> yeah uh, so i don't know what's happening but and my gut tells me they are for whatever reason being way more lenient i mean Mahomes has got his conspiracy. helmet broken and they didn't even pull him off the field in that one game that's a yeah that's a good call uh conspiracy theory on that do you think part of that is Goodell pushing the idea that the game is getting safer, less and less concussions. 
So like his thought is like, hey, if we can get this number down, that looks good yeah, for all. That'd of be us. the conspiracy. No, absolutely. Yeah. Talk to Aaron Rodgers about that one. Where, where I can't you guys listen to that podcast tomorrow? Where are you guys at with the turf? It seems like within the last couple of years, all these players are like, get rid of the turf and we need to play on sod, which seems like a wild phenomenon because for the longest time, like you wouldn't have think anyone wanted to play on Heinz Field. But now it seems like they all want that. Well, not when you got TJ versus McKee's port down there the night before. Very <laughs> yeah, true. Someone just Very tearing true. up the field before the NFL okay. game. Yeah. But I feel like uh, that's a big, that's like gaining all sorts of traction now too. It's like the turf is dangerous to our, I don't know. This has been like a lot of Achilles and like that sort of injury. No, yeah. I think it's, um, well, yeah, they're afraid of that, but I feel like there's, there's a lot of different types of turf companies out there and a right. lot of different stadiums play on different ones. And I think, there's good ones. And I think there's bad ones. Like I believe like the giant, like the giant stadium is a MetLife is a terrible turf. Right. That uh, just seems to be a consensus. And, uh, um, well, yeah, like look at Washington's grass. I mean, that's destroyed like a bunch of people's knees and stuff. Well, all the sewage is just leaking down out of the pipes onto the field. <laughs> I just love that. Uh, and the, yeah, like you said, last year's everyone's been begging for this, and the and the Titans went ahead and had grass field for the twenty five years they've been in Nashville, and then this past season they put in brand new turf. No, they did not. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, you mentioned the Giants, Jets, and Giants Stadium or whatever. Same thing with the Wembley Stadium, right? Like that was the thing. Like the Bills guys were making it seem like they were playing on like ice or something. Uh, Cause they had like a couple like catastrophic injuries. I mean, the counter always is like, well, I mean, did the Jags guys get hurt? I don't know. It's just like, it's one of those things in hindsight, somebody gets hurt. Um, I don't know. I did say, I did see NFL PA today. I think they said 92% of guys said we want grass, which seems insane from seems insane. Yeah. I, I would rather, I rather would run around on turf any day yep. of the week, but <laughs> yep. evidently I'm not playing. A, I'm not playing some sort of elite sport where we're <laughs> smashing into each other at full speed. So it's yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Also, didn't the turf this... we played on is just is so much worse than what they're playing on now. I mean, it's essentially like grass. So I don't understand, but whatever. Yeah, I don't get it. And that also, was that was last year's agree. last year's Super Bowl was the year they screwed up turf, right? Or was it two years ago? Yeah, the grass. Mm-hmm. Or grass, sorry. Yeah, they screwed it yeah. up. They screwed up the grass last year. Didn't they like yeah. pull it Remember out? Remember all the, the Eagles were something? complaining about it? Or they oh, overwatered yeah, 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 yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I did read something about that this year too. Like they were also having difficulties with the, I don't know if it's been too dry or too wet, but something was going on with this field too. So uh, one of the practice fields, I believe, like one of the turf fields was like real shaky, supposedly. The Niners said, I think is what you're referencing. Oh. I thought the game field too, but yeah, the Niners are mad because they're practicing on something shitty because their good field wasn't available to them, right? And the Chiefs are practicing at a nice facility. The Chiefs are practicing at the Raiders and the Niners are practicing at UNLV. And UNLV's field must be shitty right now or something. Maybe that's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, I'll get to my fifth bet here. Why wouldn't they just like switch? I don't know. 
that does seem like kind of garbage, actually. Hey, you guys get this like beautiful, like that's like luck the, of the like, draw, the best yeah. field <laughs> in the world. And then you guys, uh, this is UNLV's, I think, old stadium too, because I think mm-hmm. they play in the they play where the Raiders play now, right? So it's like <laughs> here's the here's their IM fields. That's like must be the only thing they had available though. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> UNLV IM fields. <laughs> Some guy That's named amazing. Larry is managing the turf over there. Uh, my fifth bet is both teams to complete their first pass attempt on FanDuel. Yes, minus 108. No, minus 112. So it's basically a coin flip. I looked at this, and I'm going to continue to look at this simplistically and play the percentages. Seems like good value. If both these guys are going to complete 65% of their passes, that's two passes. Chances are they both won't be complete. Um, 65 times 65% is about a 42% chance they both go complete. I'm just going to leave it at that and take it. I did start looking into, like, obviously you want your quarterback's first pass to, to go for a completion. And I was looking through both Mahomes and Purdy's last few games. Seems like the first pass is always complete. So I stopped going back through the data. I'm just going to keep it simple. I, I'm i going to bet no, they don't go one for one, both, on their first pass. So you read it, you started reading that they were completing them all. And then I have my cha- data. And then you said, I don't want to read this. I have my statistics, <laughs> then I have what they've actually done historically, and I'm just going to assume they're both going to complete about 65% of their passes. So That's very Rogan of you. <laughs> Maybe it is a little, yeah. I feel like uh, they're they're practicing it all week. I think that's the catch. So it feels like it's like a better than 65% chance they complete it. Just I could just see somebody taking a shot. Nice little 20 yard post to Kelsey or something. You know what? I've seen Penn state football go three and out in the first drive enough to make it, make me think, yeah, there might be something to that. I could, I could see pretty short arm in one. Oh, injury two, maybe hit as he throws drop pass. Anything's in play. <laughs> Throw it away, roll out of the pocket, throw it out of bounds. Uh, so I'm going to play the no there. EB, fifth bet? Fifth bet. Uh, player to be ejected for fighting. I love this bet. Plus, seven, <laughs> have plus it 700. Have, have it as well. Plus 700 just... to, to get the ejection? Did yeah. they give you a no on that, or is that not available? I think uh, you know it's available, but it's steep. Fifteen hundred or some, yeah, minus fifteen hundred. Uh, yeah. What do you are you leaning one way there, Eb? Well, obviously you look at the value, but what scares me is I feel like there's not a lot of bad blood between these teams. They didn't play earlier this year. You got to take a look at the roster. How many jackasses do you have? That's really Kelsey. Kelsey could get into some heads pregame. This game. Well, here's the thing: is what's the real wild card is Trent Williams. Oh, Trent Williams, that's a good call. I was gonna say, does Kadarius Tony play? Because I think that helps too. That man's a wild card. So yeah. I need to yeah. know if that man's playing before I'm playing. Yes, here. <laughs> I mean, Trent Williams will throw throw a punch first quarter and screw his whole team over, just to get that free shot in. So. I I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I thought about that today, and. 
uh, Richard Sherman doing an interview and Trent Williams casually standing by and just waiting for the interview to end so he could punch him in the face. And can you imagine Trent Williams punching you in the face as hard as he can? And Richard Sherman pretty much gives it a oh, and he's like, fine. I, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I think he was laughing. Yeah, he, he took a shot. I I cannot imagine how how bad that would hurt. Um, did you guys happen to catch uh, amongst your research, EB, the only? The only player to ever be ejected from a Super Bowl. I did not see that. Only uh, you would a guy you would relatively expect. Uh, Bruce Irvin uh, okay. punched Gronk with 18 seconds left uh, during some kneel downs oh, after the Mal- after that. the Malcolm Butler MT, which must have been emotions like higher than ever because that man thought he was getting the Super Bowl, and then that happened. So, yeah, I think if it's going to happen, it's definitely going to be that kneel down scuffle that I feel like always happens in a contested game, but there was got to be close. There was one year that Trav and I placed this bet. Yes, because we texted each other. This is probably six years ago now, but he goes, uh, I like Marcus Peters. And then I threw a name out as well. We had two guys that we were like between those two people, like, both of them are liabilities. We were getting like Marcus, 10 to one. Marcus Peters. Yeah. If he was in this game, I'm playing. Yes. <laughs> uh, for the record, the bet lost. They didn't get ejected, but right. I'd play true, it that's again. True. I'd fire it again. Okay. So that was also your fifth trap. That was also my fifth. So back to you. I think we're home stretch here, home right? Stretch. I'm going to give you guys a hypothetical. I, I, I'll, I didn't dig around for this too much, but um, I'd like to make a market for this so if there's any sports books out there listening and they want to make me an offer on this i'm willing to listen i want the prop to be will jason kelsey make this game about himself (laughs) and if you're going to give me yes for anything better than minus 500 (laughs) i'll take it i think he makes this game about himself (laughs) (laughs) who's the judge (laughs) Who's the judge whether he's making it about himself? That's the I think one camera shot does to the trick. I mean, if he's being outrageous and or even any one, pregame antics, anything like that, I think the bet cashes. Any, does, any uh, beer chug, any shirt off. Yes. Cashes. Yes, yes. And he'll do that again. I can't <laughs> believe that he was. Can you guys believe that he was sitting in the Buffalo press box with no shirt on? Not to be a party pooper, but I think it's a little bit outrageous that he was jumping out of the section and like free walking through the bleachers, right? You can't just exit the press box or the luxury suite box through the window. <laughs> you can't just go back and forth from the box to the bleachers. Like, yeah, that's weird. I um, I don't know if you guys have ever went uh, painted chess for, uh, for a game before. Um, I think I've done it a couple times. Uh, so you're, you know, obviously standing there shirtless. And one time myself and uh, Matril and P-Rod were at a game. Uh, Penn State played at Syracuse. And there is something about being in an enclosed space with no shirt on it. We looked at each other when we first got out there, we go, this is really weird because yes. when you're outside, it's definitely not as weird. But the fact that you're in an enclosed building makes it that much weirder i think uh so think about that next time you want to pay your chest make sure it's not a dome yeah people are definitely doing that at like hockey and 
uh, basketball arenas too. Definitely going shirt off. That's that's really indoors. Uh, okay, that's my sixth though. Jason Kelsey makes this game about himself. Eb, go ahead. Uh, last one is just kind of uh, me picturing how this game's gonna go, and I got Mahomes plus two touchdowns, rushing touchdowns. Wow. <laughs> plus four plus 4,500. I was going to say it's got to be like longer than 30 to one or something. That's, uh, he did. Think, he did have one in the last Super Bowl. Uh, the last Chiefs Niners Super Bowl. He did score the first one for what it's worth, too. There was probably insane odds on that. I do not like to think about those sorts of uh, winnings. And I was not not a part of. Yeah, I was looking at the plus or the two two touchdowns plus and that was like I could see Kelsey doing it too, but that was only like plus five hundred. I didn't like that at all. Yeah, no way. Yeah, uh, no, plus five hundred. Well, Jason Kelsey two TDs. <laughs> I did see offensive plus five hundred. I saw offensive. <laughs> that's also plus five hundred. I saw offensive lineman TD was like, I don't know, plus six hundred or something like that. The one that was kind of that kind of made me stop was Valdez Scantling was seventy to one. I almost score? did it. I'm I'm gonna get ridiculous. I almost scored two times. Oh, I tried twice. I basically I tried to go student loan parlay. Um, so <laughs> I needed to make up about sixty grand. And I saw Marquez Valdez Scantling, and I contemplated three TDs because I'm just gonna say like, <laughs> no, <laughs> he gets a couple in the first half. What the hell? Let's just throw one more in there. Um, I kind of had a one of mine was a little bit um outrageous as well, involving the Pat Mahomes. Uh, I better say this now before I forget it because I do not have all my shit uh, jotted down. I got the over one and a half uh, Pat Mahomes TDs uh, passing, not rushing. Chiefs plus four and a half. And then I got Pat Mahomes last TD score. Uh, That's going to pay out a nice little hefty 1750. Uh, So be thinking of me when Mahomes runs one in at the end of the game. (laughs) Like it. And then I'll be thinking of you too, because that'll be a second TD. So you'll be cashing yours. <laughs> that would be that'd wild. Be a second TD. That would be. The fact that we wouldn't be together for that would be like so rough. Scantling's um, open in the back of the end zone too, but he pulls it down and runs. Um, anything else? Anything else? EB? No, not yet. Nope. I still got to look at some other things, but all right, that's yeah. pretty much what I've got so far. So my last one here. I wanted to kind of do a fun one to get us uh, chatting a bit here. I have Usher first song. We had an absolute blast with this last year. We were basically throwing money down on all these odds, like crazy odds for like the, it was either the first song or the first two songs. And we were just like, man, we were getting insanely good odds on this. Like, you know, umbrella and whatever else, you know, yeah. uh, you know, don't stop the music or whatever. Like this is going to be so easy. Uh, turns out that the set had already leaked. So like the answer was already out and we were just taking like, that was like minus a thousand. And then we were just suckers and just like taking, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, but I'm going to throw out Usher's list here. So the favorite as of yesterday was My Way. I had to Google that. That's an older one. Plus 100. Uh, OMG oh. plus 150. Loving this club plus 600. Yeah. Plus 700. DJ got us falling in love again. Plus 1100. Burn plus 2500. Um, 
I don't really know any of these other ones. My I boo. I only heard 30 to one, one in there that sounded realistic. Go back to your second or third favorite. Read those again. So after my way, which again, I yeah, I don't know. That's like old school. Yeah, I don't think it's that one either. Uh oh my god, you know, yeah, OMG or I think whatever. it's gotta be that. Loving this club. No, like he's not open with love <laughs> no, in this he's club. Not. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, seems pretty perfect to me. That was kind of where I went. Um, DJ got us falling in love again. Again, seems weird to start with. Those. Start with burn. I'm trying to think of how that one goes. That's I feel like, like I have it, slow, but I don't have it? it. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking okay. the same thing. No, yeah, that's not going to be it. Let um, it burn. Oh yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I that's think, a jam uh, actually. Ooh, it's a good. It chills a little bit. That's a good one. I think. Uh, and then my boo. My well, boo. 30 to one. Um, by the What's way, the sorry. Re- confessions isn't on there. Part two. <laughs> no confession. Part two. Um, I, I don't have the full list. Though. I think this was on Bovada. So uh, we're going to have to recruit snake actually to help us out here. Maybe. Uh, what was I going to say? I think. Uh, oh, you DJ like DJ. A, Cause that's got a, I feel like that's a good intro. Like it's the dun, 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 and then it goes usher, usher, and then like I feel oh, okay. like that could be a yeah man. Well, that play through there is going to get a copyright violation, but that, I do like that. Where was that on the board? That was what you say plus seven hundred, I think. So unfortunately, anytime you play a song, Snake, the audio thing is still messed up. Can you hear the song, EB, or no? No, I just yeah. heard Asha Asha. He has some new feature where you could only hear the It'll words like you can't hear music, music anymore. It's so weird. Um, that, that's that why one, the end... but, yeah. Sorry, God. Yeah. No, um, I was just thinking that one or OMG was probably my guesses. Yeah, plus 100 I, on OMG is I think one, I, plus 150. I think I love, yeah, plus 700 enough that I, I would Venmo you cash, Snake, if you have Bo Bottom money left. <laughs> Oh, that's playing loud and clear. Okay, it was. It's a. Seven. I did see. I did see. Uh, people are thinking it's gonna be yeah because they released like a commercial for the halftime show and Usher's missing and it's Ludacris and Little John trying to find him, and so oh. people are thinking. Oh, and I did read yes today too. Yeah, and people are thinking like there's some sort of theatrical thing where they find him and they like take him to the stage or whatever. And they just immediately do it or whatever. Not to, but. not to overanalyze it, but I feel like if they were going to bring him out, they might bring him out a little bit later though. Right. They probably wouldn't start with think. it. Right. Cause it'd be kind of awkward if they like yeah, came out and then they were start. like, Oh, what happened to yeah. little John? You know? Yeah. That's yeah. Cause that they're definitely going to, they're, those two are definitely going to come out when they play. Yeah. But I don't think they would start with them. That's probably why it's plus 700. Yeah. Good call. But. You just talked me out of it. Um, I don't know which one I like actually at all. Still like, not my way. Can you hit my way, Snake? Do you know that one, EB? I don't know what this no. is. No, and it's not in his top five on here. So what? Like when I heard it, I was like, "That's." Why would he play? That must that? be before my time. Yeah, that sounds like 1996, like Nos to me, like the three Nos songs I heard or something. That that was one of them. Uh, I don't. I can't believe that's Usher actually. 
it's also let's just throw it out there it is very weird that usher is doing the halftime show why is he doing it like how did that what's the connection I, isn't there usually like a city connection like they're like I don't vegas know. we need usher that seems odd. oh maybe maybe he's from vegas who no, uh so. eb you went to the detroit one who was who played at that one the rolling stones damn so you've seen the rolling stones live that's nice um I don't know if you guys know this, but Texline Tyler was actually at the Janet Jackson boob game. He was there. We didn't even get a good look at it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, wait. Was, oh, it was Timberlake was the star, right? Or was she? She was the star. And then he just showed up and just. I think they had a song together. Must have been. Okay. Final ruling on that was pre-rehearsed. Planned planned event yeah i'm looking for i'm looking Boop to see what, dale earnhardt jr same that, all that sounds that's all that sounded a bit well. rogan-esque as well didn't it EB? a little bit yeah. rogan-esque there he's yeah, dead he serious he looks marks. at us hey just so you guys know that was planned that was staged i, th- I think i read about it the other day boys on the aaron Rodgers reddit uh threads um <laughs> I'll keep looking for the Usher props on Bovada. See if I can get get us some lines. Any other just random bets you guys want to throw out related to the game? Like I have a few here. I was going to give you guys. I saw you can get 2,500 uh, Debo Samuel MVP. 25 to one. I kind of like that. Like him to score a couple times maybe. Um, coin toss is plus 100 either way on DraftKings. That's just more of a a little bit of a tip. If you're playing the coin toss, do it on DraftKings. It's kind of a crazy phenomenon to give you a plus 100 each way. Uh, one bet that I will absolutely play in addition to the use check over receptions that we talked about, player to record longest rush of the game. Uh, McCaffrey was plus 100 and Pacheco is plus 250. So I'm playing Pacheco to rip off like a 30 yarder and just hope that thing holds. Um, I was actually kind of surprised to see McCaffrey was that much more of a favorite to record the longest rush. I don't know if that's like a numbers play because he's going to carry it 25 times or what. I think Pacheco is also not the fastest. I feel like he gets caught and he might just not be able to. Gets caught by the ground. Uh, well, he runs weird. He, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I've never seen him like full speed before and like break away. <laughs> How about after he gets tackled? <laughs> then when he yeah. jumps up, he's at full speed. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did notice. Uh, I want you guys to actually look out on the uh, look out for this and tell me what you think. It feels like if he gets a first down, he doesn't sprint back to the huddle. But if it's like second or third down, he's sprinting back to the huddle. You report back to me on that. See what you think. But that was that's my theory on his. Uh, there's some sort of method to his madness there, I think. Uh, any other plays for you, Snake? Um, I I will always play a correct score in the Super Bowl, so I got lofty here. I do think it's going to be a game that doesn't get out of hand either side, so I kept it within seven points, and I erred on the side of points being scored, so high scoring. I bet 34-27 both ways. I think it was like 151. 150 to one, um, betting that either side to win. 
I'm going to have to kind of run through mine here. Um, jumping through apps. I feel like I actually don't have a bunch down. Uh, I, I, have, I, could, I could also just for the record say, um, I don't know what I would pick today, but I did bet the chiefs like plus one twenty or plus one thirty, Like as soon as I saw a line and that just kind of felt like I'm going to hate myself if I don't bet the chiefs and they win. So Correct. it's almost, it's that's, almost like the emotional head value. Yeah. That's such good value too. I just like, wouldn't even change it. I just go with it at this point. Um, yeah, I guess we should do, uh, I guess where this is like a podcast where we're supposed to give out some sort of predictions. People probably want to hear what we think maybe about the score. Uh, I'm with you snake. I, I just got, got to lean, got to lean chiefs here. Um, catching, um, Pat Mahomes as an underdog. It's too crazy. I think it's like, 10 one and one or something, something. They're obviously like winning. So. They're winning more convincingly too. I mean, the bills game was tight, but the other two games they played in the playoffs, they looked far better. And the 49ers have kind of felt like they should have lost twice now. So I don't know, maybe carrying, carrying more momentum into this game. Yeah. I was probably going to bet the Niners. Money line, I think it's minus one twenty. Uh, no reason to get. You don't want them to uh, win by one. Well, no, that's what. Never mind. I looked at. I was gonna go minus two. They're at minus two right now. So I was yeah minus one hundred five. I was gonna. I did look at that. There's no reason not to go the spread, but I'm thinking 49ers got it. Famous last words when they win by one point. Um, what is the total in this game? Forty eight. Yeah, I got 47 and a half, right, on DraftKings. I'll, I'll throw it out there. I know one of my plays is that second half under again, Chiefs games, 18 and 2. So I just played that. I didn't care what the number said or anything. I just played it. I think it was a decent number, too, 23 and a half or 24 and a half, maybe. Um, those Chiefs games, second half, I don't, I don't know what the phenomenon is, but they try not to score, and their defense seems to get better than the first half. So, yeah, that's a while. That's a guys, that's a weird one. Shout out to whoever figured that out. Um, <laughs> didn't write it down. Do you guys see how cold it's going to be? Looking at Sunday in Vegas, it's like high of fifty three during the day, low of thirty four. So it's probably going to be like forty five degrees. That's got to be like the coldest day of the year there. That doesn't make any sense. I feel like it is <laughs> always hot there. I went in March one time and it was ninety five degrees. Eh, nine. It was probably at least ninety. But I did see the waste management guys like. I saw Spieth or someone was wearing a winter hat, and that was the first time I was like, "What's going on here?" Because that's like well, it's Arizona, all California storms or whatever is going on, right? I, I didn't. So. I I haven't heard about it at all. Yeah, I was just glad I looked. So I mean, that I'm might a, be to- part I'm of the probably catching score. some of that too. <laughs> just, thinking, just thinking about that. Um, but yeah, no, no real lean on the total. Like I said, I was just I was just looking at it from emotional hedge, and I will root for the Niners just from uh, Ziggy's perspective. He's a Niners guy, so my uh, heart is with the 49ers for sure. Yeah, same, same here. So I did the podcast equivalent of studying some film, and I went back to last year's pod, re-listened to some of our plays because there is this like sort of uh, Murphy's law sort of situation where whatever you bet last year will win this year. Right. I think, isn't that how that works? Maybe uh, probably not. You just remember the ones that you yeah didn't bet again, but basically 
Uh, I had Justin Watson and Noah Gray first TD, so I got those going again. Great odds on both of those. Incredible odds. I can't even do that math in my head. It's a lot. Uh, nine, 38 to one, something like that. Okay. Uh, or sorry, 35, sorry, 35 to one and 45 to one, uh, for those two, I did see him throw like a quick pass to no gray at the goal line last week too, for what it's worth. So I'll just throw that out there. Also took Jarek McKinnon first TD. Sounds like he's not going to play. I'm not sure what's going to happen with that. Um, I am in on Marquez Valdez scantling first reception. I got over 12 and a half yards. I feel like if this man has a reception, it's going to be long. Um, he, he's probably only going to have one reception maybe. So uh, to me, that to me, that felt pretty straightforward. I was a little bit worried about the first reception thing. Then I realized like literally that might be his only grab. And he's going to be far down the field. I think I saw his average in like, I don't know, 15 or 16 yards of grab this year too. So Let's see if I have any going on FanDuel. Just that second half. Just that second half total. I did have the McCaffrey Super Bowl future as well that I got in from last week. I was hoping this would really uh, rocket uh, into better odds, but it really hasn't. It went from plus 650 to plus 450. So, uh, or sorry, uh, plus 450 to plus 650. No, I said it right the first time. Uh, so not not like a great amount there, but still it feels like if... Um, Brock Purdy doesn't win. You would think it'd be McCaffrey, maybe, depending on how things go. They should be able to run the ball, like you said, EB. You would think. I don't know. I, I Chiefs are feel hit or miss on D. And then, um, saving the best for last, the prop that you guys have to stop what you're doing and get in on. Everyone should get in on. ESPN bet. Uh, plus 450. Kick. Any kick to hit the upright. There is nothing like this. The, the exhilaration last year of watching that ball hook and hit the left upright was the greatest moment ever. Um, everyone knew I had it. High fives all around. <laughs> uh, lost every other bet. Didn't matter. Hit that one. It was it was amazing. Yeah, you guys you, have to get it on it. Did you Even scour? if you just put five bucks on it, um, I think it's, uh, yeah, 44 and a half to one. So um, pretty awesome. And watching that ball head up towards the – it makes everything interesting, even the extra points. Keep that in mind too, so. Oh, extra I like points it. count. Okay. And uh, ESPN bet had the best odds I could find. That's what I was wondering. Okay. For what it's so worth. You, you I did all the, peak. I did your homework for you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I'll be sure to jump in on that. Um, nice. Any, any other final picks? We do have to throw together a little three leg parlay here. So oh, thank, thank God you remember that. I kind of want to go give the, I'm going to go kick to hit the upright. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It's that would start to pay well. Um, yeah, everything looks a little bit different on FanDuel right now, but I'm assuming we can parlay basically any player prop. I don't know about some of this obscure stuff, um, but maybe that's what we do is we just pick three player props. Yeah, I feel like you can't parlay the obscure stuff. I feel like I feel I like I can't tried. even. I feel like I can't even find the obscure stuff on any sort of market. I feel like that's all foreign markets for the most part, with the exception of some of the Taylor Swift Kelsey stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see if I can dial up a correct score into a same game parlay for us here, boys. <laughs> um, I would not mind EB. If you're going to do use check, that's fine. Yeah. 
Okay. That's probably my play. Do we just throw down McCaffrey to score a touchdown? I'm kind of tempted to do that. Because I just don't think that misses at minus 200 or whatever it is. It's just going to suck when all the other ones hit and that one doesn't. (laughs) It does feel like it's, I mean, it's implied odds or what, Snake? Do the math there. 60, is it almost, is it like 65% or something? Yeah, I don't know how the, I don't know how to do those implied odds like in account for the fact that they have to make money. But yeah, I'm sure that's something like that. I'm I'm definitely going FanDuel on this. How much? Uh, what's the max that they'll give you? Oh, are you kidding me? Refund of five dollars? What the hell? Last year was like twenty five. And the no sweat. Yeah, what the hell is that? Yeah, not much. We might have to get a bit ridiculous. I don't hate Mahomes over one and a half TDs. Also, Purdy's pa- passing or rushing. <laughs> Love it rushing. Like it passing. Okay, <laughs> because uh, I like passing. If I had to maybe play anything, that's, that's probably was, it. I don't. I, I don't know how that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um. Let me look at. Ooh, yeah. I also like team with first touchdown pass in game. I don't know if you can parlay that. Um, minus one twenty five is the Chiefs. I don't want to do this to us, but my favorite bet looking at this would just be Travis Kelsey to have seven grabs minus 150. The thing that you texted us, no one wants to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys look into any cross sport specials for what it's worth? No, staying away from that. Oh, dude, it gets like pretty outrageous. Um, A lot of first TD first basket stuff too which no one no one hits you know like pacheco yeah. first td chris Stapp's porzingis first three <laughs> like and then they'll be like 30 they'll give you a 33 to one it's like nah there's no way it's gotta be wicked it's gotta be like 330 to one or something you know yeah. what i mean like it doesn't seem that crazy but it, it probably really is um, all right my final play is debo samuel 50 plus receiving yards. It's minus 166. EB, are we taking the yardage on uh what's his name? Use check. Yeah, what is Let me see if he's on here. Yeah, four and a half yards on FanDuel. Minus 110. That's nice. And Trav, yeah. you want the passing TDs? Oh yeah, if you're gonna give that to me, I'll definitely take it. Yeah, we don't know. Oh, what's to... that get us to? Uh, Mahomes to... Oh, passing TDs. You got to be careful picking the alt passing TDs. Uh, so we're at plus 350 with those three legs. Oh, my God. That is so boring. We're going to throw something else, something else in there. It's a little bit longer odds. All right. Pick someone to score a consensus touchdown score. All right. All right. I like that. Plus, just not, just not do it for me. I mean, if we're gonna go, a San Francisco guy. (laughs) This is taking so long. (laughs) 
Uh, I, if we're gonna go to San Francisco, what did what did uh, Ayuk get us to? Ten to one. That's what your threshold was. You wanted, right? I I like that. Yeah, I want ten to one. We, right I was on Ayuk till Trav said, All and right. I'm still on. That's him. fine. That's okay. That's probably good. I'm wrong. I'm down for Ayuk. All right. I love that. I love that guy's name. All right. Well, let's make a hundred bucks here, boys. So it's Debo Samuel, fifty plus receiving. Use check over four and a half. Mahomes over uh receiving to clarify on use check. Uh Patrick Mahomes over one and a half passing TDs and Ayuk to score anytime. Plus ten fifty. Uh, you'll be able to cut thirty minutes off the pod too. <laughs> yeah, I probably should just cut that last fifteen minutes of discussion. The fact that we didn't go with Justin Watson and he's going to score is just going to be so painful. But I'm then just it'll be Travis mine. Kelsey. No, yeah, yeah. You can throw in like an alternate total if you want it. Also, I just got a well, reality. I, I just got a reality check, boys. <laughs> <laughs> You've been playing for thirty minutes, just so you know. Yeah, FanDuel has mine set up, so as soon as I log in, it sends me the reality check. That's it? That's the winning parlay? Any final thoughts on the on the big game? I don't, Let's go alien I don't, invasion. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> pretty depressing. This is it. That feeling after the Super Bowl is pretty rough. I think I've been saying this for a few years, EB, but you need to have a getaway, just the, the boys, like the weekend after the Super Bowl, so like we have something to look forward to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree. Um, but Just that's golf, beers. I don't know. Talk about anything but football. <laughs> this is a crisis of a thirty-three-year-old oh. man with a child. Right? I think next. Correct. I think next next weekend might be the Daytona Five Hundred. We do a little investigative work. So uh, next weekend's NASCAR. I actually have no idea. It could be. <laughs> Dude, it it's usually so- somewhere in February. Sometimes I forget about NASCAR. Um, Except when Rod was betting on double nickel. Who was double nickel? I don't know. It was just car 55. Um, I'll give a, I'll give out the text line though. Snake, while you're doing some research, uh, hit us up on the text line with all your uh, fun prop bets. Uh, Give us five stars on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. That's underscore garbage. Our text line number, you guys all know it very well. Jackie Robinson, Red German, Gary Bertier, Joe Sackick, Lawrence Taylor. Uh, that's 4242-429156. Uh, yes, and that is uh, episode 68 in the books. Thanks, EB, for coming on. And we will- Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Anytime. And we'll be back here next week for the big one, Trav. We'll be throwing out some jokes next week. That's a big number. So Oh, that's a big that's a big number, yeah. yeah. Uh so we'll catch you all then. Sounds good. What a good place to be Don't believe it Just speak a
Never stop.